going on, everybody? It's your boy J Omega, the Wash, the Ambassador, the Cybertron, Don, the Camouflage God, Mr. BX All Day, Mr. Ready Set Go, Hip Hop's Behemoth, Young Heisenberg in the building as well, Daddy Wash Legs, Lil Poppy Ortiz, uh-huh. the Big Blood. You know what time it is when you hear that? Ah, and that's at J Omega S on every social media network. Yeah, what's going on, beloved? It's your boy Sayer, the Wash God himself, the hoodie season representative, banging in my chest, banging on my chest, king of the backhanded compliments, all first verse, <laughs> Sir Sayer, Duke of Worcestershire, dripping in spinal fluid, Scotty Peppin, Smackavelli, Smacky Robinson, Washadamus, the bad guy on the podcast, Bully. You guys know you can find me on all of the medias that are social at Sayer SO, except for Snap. Snap is Sayer underscore SO. Yeah, bitch. You bitch. Mm, you know me, Cherry P, pussy popping on the charts, ow, aka ow, the unwashed goddess, aka the new mouth shoddy, aka the podcast joint. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Cherry Poppins. Sayer, is that like a heart attack banging in your chest? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Is that's, that crazy. Like, that's not what I thought. Okay. That is crazy. What did what you think? What the fuck did you think? I don't know. Okay. Oh, not wow. a heart attack. Lydia, Okay. Guy. I don't know what you be doing. And this is the Officially Street Podcast. You yeah. Know what I mean? Make sure you go to officiallystreet.com for all things street official. Cop some merch and all that. You feel me? Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TOS Podcast underscore SO. Like us on the Blood Clot Facebook. My youth. You're loud as fuck. At face, I can't hear myself no. at facebook.com <laughs> slash officially street and remember you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify SoundCloud Stitcher Google Podcasts any other place you can find a podcast you can find us yeah, I mean yes you can alright man Aww. this week we have two guests in the building why do you um, have to say it with a sigh yeah well like you upset that we gotta get <laughs> this week uh, <laughs> did I say it like that you did this oh, week excuse me oh man uh, this know, week, we got a couple guests reps. We have two guests in the building. Um, they're both a part of a dope podcast, uh, the Grassroots Podcast. This young lady you guys should be familiar with. Um, she's into, I swear, almost everything. Video games, sports, hip-hop, much more. And do-rags. And do-rags, we just found mm-hmm. out. Um, this gentleman here, I'm a little disappointed he's not wearing yellow sneakers. <laughs> but uh, if you're a fan of the Move Music series, you might be familiar with him. Um, and this dude just all around dope to follow on social media. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Aaron Ashley Simon and Brandon Killer BH Hall. Are you cool with just the Killer BH? Can we just do Brandon Hall? That's fine. That's yeah? fine. Yeah. Okay. That's so All proper. Right. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> Hall. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, so I've I, grown out of it. Yeah, the funny thing is I tried to ditch it and then that just didn't work. How, how do you so, try to ditch a name? You just gotta try. Just one day Change somebody somebody call name? yeah somebody call you it and you just gotta ignore them. You right? just introduce <laughs> Just one day, just wake up, try it. Like, you just gotta introduce yourself as. Brandon Holt. As, as. Or, or yeah, formerly known as. Right. Okay. Like, mm, get, him, get, him, get him our print shit. That works. That works. That's not going to work. He's been yeah. trying to ditch it for like some time <laughs> now, especially like even before our podcast. Yeah. He was thinking about ditching it and yeah, it just, it it's, failed. It's, it's, it's just completely backfired on yeah. him. Yeah, what about you? Any AKs? I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. Okay. No, hold on. So well this is only recently just because I have short hair Mad now. Names. But but yeah, I got like E Boz. I got uh Jada Pinkett from the nineties. Okay, so that's Holly Berry from Boomerang. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Uh, what are some of the other ones? It's yeah. mad names. There's that. It's there's maddening. another. Oh my god. There's another Halle Berry movie that you someone brought up too. You could basically be every leading. Just about lady. every Halle yeah. Berry. Yeah. 90s. Pretty much. Halle Berry 90s. Pretty much. Neil Long. Neil Long. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. Okay. What motivated you to cut your hair? Oh, my manager told me to cut my hair. Honestly, yeah, because I 
aside from grassroots, like I do TV and mm-hmm. also like digital work in terms of hosting. Mm-hmm. And especially within like the gaming, video gaming scene, esports. Now, one, there's not that many minority women. But two, if there are, they typically have long hair. So how do I make myself stand oh, out? I cut my hair and I have it short. Nice. Yeah, it's not because I'm Wait. like one day I just woke up. No, my manager literally told me go cut your hair. Wow. Were you like? Were you like? How did that make you feel about cutting my hair? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of women might be like attached to their hair a little bit. Me, I was a little nervous not about cutting my hair, but I was nervous about like how I look because I was like. I have a baby face. I don't want to look like a 15-year-old boy. Okay. So that was like what I was really worried about. But aside from that, I, I don't really care because like hair could always grow back. And mine yeah. grows back really fast. Like okay. I literally have to go get my hair cut now like two, three times a month because it grows oh, back wow. so fast. Oh, wow. Welcome to our world. I know. <laughs> right. I, I don't even know what that feels like. I got to find a good barber though. I got to find a good barber for the sides. Okay. Right, right, right. So are you feeling the cut? It works. I mean, it's easy for me to do. Okay. Like, it usually took me an hour and a half to do my hair before because mm. it was long. Right. But now it's just like 45 minutes. Yeah. But bro, oh, you got to really you got to shave the baldy almost every day, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You got to I mean, keep that's like wow. It's funny. She's sitting here talking about how quickly her hair grows and I'm uh, sitting here thinking about how quickly <laughs> my hair does not grow. <laughs> like, that, that never happened to me. I'm sitting there like, yo, this is fucked up. Like <laughs> now I, I was about to grab my my hoodie and my skull. I'm cool. Now you good. Cuz it's it's a sauna in here. So yeah. we're yeah. hot as fuck. Oh yeah, it's only but uh, how long is how long is the show? I'm I'm gonna come out we're, this. We're not we we we're going to I mean normally it's anywhere between an hour and a half to I mean we're going to let it rock. Okay. Know, however long yeah, it ends up being. Some press powder. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Sure. Press powder. We ain't kicked out yeah. of five anyway. So. I see. I see. Oh. But no, we got y'all fancy. I need. Yeah, we, no, we don't have a clock. We don't got a clock. We just we got using books. our phone. We got, I mean, <laughs> we got mad books. I be counting the it. fucking ticks on my watch and shit. Like, all right. We got this key. He be feeling it. Man, this shit crazy. Do we have a clock at home? Uh, no. Nah, 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 I don't have a clock. Nah. Oh, well, okay. yeah, but then by the time, we're not we're not paying no, anybody. No, we kind of have a clock. You or, and Cherry, do we have a clock at home? All right, fuck you. I'm, I'm over Aww. here. Next topic. <laughs> that was cute. Next topic. Do we have a clock at home? So, guys, tell us about the uh, Grassroots Podcast. Like, kind of explain, you know, for listeners that don't know, what is it? What you guys talk about? Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to let you handle this one. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Grassroots Podcast, uh, me and Aaron, we met uh, doing some school shit. We was getting executive MBAs. We met. And I'm going nice. to because it's, nice. it's a long process. Long story short, we met. We liked each other. Okay. Mm. And, cool. um not we, at first. I was a little bit well, hesitant. I'm like, yo, who's yeah, I was about, dude, I was about like, to say. To me? Like, I'm, 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 <laughs> in, in my in my version of the story, Aaron definitely hated me because I'm like an anti-social social person. I like mm-hmm. to observe mm-hmm. the room. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when people just instantly come and approach me and, and are like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm mm-hmm. like, like yeah, yeah, "Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, this is too much to process right now." Right. But then we like click because we did a project about title for yeah. our marketing oh, project, okay. so that yeah. was really dope. So uh, fast forward, we both had a, a, a concept. We, we brought our concepts together and birthed uh, Grassroots. Um, now, so Grassroots for us is telling, like, uh, come-up stories from influencers, but just different people that you would never hear from, from, you know, engineers to yeah. a painter, maybe. Like, it, it could be just a number of things, but we have a way of kind of connecting with our guests that opens them up a little bit, and we have different experiences, and it's, it's just taken off yeah <laughs> and then from there it kind of transformed into people like wanting to know our thoughts on stuff and yeah. telling our stories and we were just like oh we didn't know people actually really cared about yeah. what we had to say yeah. um and then once we started that we just kind of have taken a hold of it ourselves and just 
bringing the introspective um, thoughts and comments of not only ourselves, but mm. then like the notorious Wilson and yeah. then regular Nas. And yeah. then we even sometimes have guests, if they don't tell their stories, they join our show and we talk about like current things. And it could range from anything from like Manola Rose talking about politics to Red Man talking about his foot fetish. Like it's whatever they're interested <laughs> right. in talking about. But then also we try to have that mix where it's not just pop culture. Like we do try to touch on social mm-hmm. awareness things, social uh, justice, injustice things, and because that's just who we are as people. Yeah. Like we yeah. never want to be tied down and be like, "Oh, this is the hip hop podcast." Yeah. Like we don't yeah. even call ourselves that. We just like talking about things mm-hmm. that we enjoy talking about. We just got right. put in that bracket, honestly. Like yeah. we've well, never, because we have a lot of rappers on, but we're not happens, a hip hop yeah. podcast yeah. though. So it, it does happen, you know. Yeah. So you guys say you both came with concepts, right? So did you both want to do a podcast individually, and you guys realized like, "Oh, we should do this together." What were y'all concepts, and did you both always know that you wanted to do podcasts? Uh, for me, no, never thought I would do a podcast. Okay, so when um, you say you came with your concept and she came with her concept, what exactly did you mean? So, I mean, I had a concept. But really, both our concepts were to tell influential stories from mm-hmm. people that are famous and or not famous, mm-hmm. quote, 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 unquote, right? And um, I didn't, we didn't know what it was. Like, I was thinking show, she was thinking show. It just morphed into a podcast, I would think, just because it was just it was just easier to do, mm-hmm. and but it it kind of uh, I guess elevated to yeah. becoming like a show now. Like it's a, people tune in, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. we treat it like a show. It, it moves like a show. We market it like a show. So I mean, it it kind of just went there. But to answer your question, I never thought like I would be doing that. I, I was yeah. ten years ago. I'm A and R. I'm, A&R. Right. I'm still A and R. You know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. I'm, I'm not thinking that, and I'm doing shows yeah. and shit. So. Gotcha. I think that was the first time too that Brandon and I like a lot of our work. Like we have ten plus experience. Like mm. I started working in the entertainment industry when I was sixteen. Of course, Brandon with A and R and Joe and mm. everyone else. Um, but we never really expected to kind of like put ourselves in this whole like influencer personality yeah. space like we were always people that behind the scenes yeah. and but like we hear so much being people behind the scenes different artist stories their struggles everything that we know that a lot of people didn't know about and we mm-hmm. wanted to have like the forum where people can be super comfortable with talking about anything yeah. and know that we're never going to chop and screw what they say yeah, we're yeah. never going to make them look crazy it's kind of like whatever you say is what you say like right. we tell guests all the time when you come on our podcast what you say like it's we're not we're not deleting it we're not deleting it no like we're, we're we want you to be comfortable we want yeah. you to be yourself but like but relax. if you try just, yeah, relax. No, but, just relax oh no, no you can wild out if you want to yeah. but just know that That's if you hit what's up we're yeah. not gonna do anything yeah. and we right. always let their manager and pubs us know like they'll be like oh don't ask that i'm like you know that we're gonna ask that question still mm, like we right. definitely like Recently, we asked Rico Love about the tweet. We just straight up said, listen, we're just going to get yeah, right into this. Right, like, <laughs> that, you know. And that's one thing I think me and her both clicked at. And that's why we kind of, it just works so well with me and her is because we both are very straightforward. Like, yeah, I'm an Aries yeah, and Puerto Rican, I, I'm, so I'm very yeah, straightforward. I'm, I'm Capricorn. I'm asking you exactly, I'm telling you exactly how I feel. And I'm asking my question. So mm-hmm. it just worked out. We just we just move. You, know, you ever mm-hmm. just meet someone and just, just in sync? Yeah, 100%. We can't relate. That's me and Saeed. Y'all kind of matching. Wait. This was on accident, actually. Y'all just kind of like yeah. were in the same gradient by accident. Yeah, cl- close enough. All right, yeah. so you guys said it was weird for you guys to like fall into this position. Like, are you getting used to it now? Like, now that people are looking at you both as like influencers and like yeah. people who move the culture, like, how does that feel for you guys? Um, it's still kind of weird because like we're we're very humble people. Mm-hmm. Like, we are individuals that if you 
no matter how big we get, if you just come up and talk to us, you can. Like, we actually play video games online with some of our supporters. Like, we're not, we're not kind of like bougie because we, we, We've seen and we know the people who are bougie in the yeah, industry. And yeah. we, every time I'm we cool. see that, we're like, that's not us. And that's, we never want to be that way. Gotcha. But it still is kind of weird how like, I've gone to, we've gone to events and people literally like stare, stare at us across the room. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> I'm like, yo, who is this dude looking at us right now? Like, this shit's so weird. Why is he staring? That's, that's the one, I, I, me personally. The staring is yeah, weird. The, the that's one, weird the, That's shit. one thing I've never gotten used to. Yeah. So never. you would just rather them to come up and introduce Yeah, yeah just come okay. up and be like, hey, we're supporters. I'm but like, I'm kicking. Because we, we're really good at spotting people who stare yeah. at us. Like, we were at an industry event and we definitely saw like two, three people. And, we're just, and I was weird. like, Brandon, like. It was this is Have you ever gone weird. up and, hey, I see you looking. Hi, I'm I'm Aaron. Or it, it depends if I'm beat. Okay. If I'm beat, I, if I'm beat, I will. I'm okay. that guy. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Hi. <laughs> like, I see you looking at what yeah, you're looking yeah, at. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. 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 We, we have our moments. Like, yeah. sometimes we'll go up. And especially if we, and even people who we know don't like us, if we see them, we purposely the go out our way shit. to go up and say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Right. That's the greatest shit. Right. I'm also that guy too. Yeah, <laughs> like we have a little bit of pettiness in us, I yeah. guess. That's good because sometimes it could be intimidating. Like you see somebody in a group of people, and you're like, "I don't really. What am I gonna say? Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, they know that I'm looking at yeah. them, and it, like, it, it's gonna be awkward. I'm gonna go over there and say, like, yeah. yo, what's going on? I like what you're doing, blah. And then it's really awkward. Like, yeah. how does the ca- how does the conversation carry? Because if you want to be like bougie, like you say, you could just be like, "All right, yeah, appreciate that," and then kind of look away, and then yeah. it's like, "All right, now I'm just here." Yeah. in his shadow and space and I just walk away. We never like, understand that though. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. Like we, we do stuff on our show we talk about like uh, when you've been industry meaning like oh let's do lunch mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying like that <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, let's link. Yeah well, let's link. Yeah shit like that. I never understand when when you try to be an influencer. Not saying mm-hmm. I'm trying to say that we are but let's yeah. say you're labeled that. Mm-hmm. Isn't your job to influence people and to kind of connect with people? You know what I'm saying? I never understand the bougie people that sit in corners with a million people around them looking just crazy. Like it's just it's just not us. It's never probably never will be us. You know what's still weird to me now? I mean, I'm sure you guys probably get this. I mean, for people that may not know who you guys are, right? Like me and Jay, like I won't I won't say me and Jay, all of us, we've gone to places and sure, we're not as big as, you know, as most people, but we know some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's been times like we'll be talking to these people and then like you get like somebody across the room looking like, who, who are you guys? Yeah. And like they'll come over like, what do you guys do? And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like come on, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. What do you guys do? Mem- who are Memo, you guys? don't ever be that guy in the yeah, room. No one likes that don't, guy. Bro, yeah. Don't, bro. Don't be that guy. There's and, always going to be someone like that though. Yeah, like, I know. But it's just, it's always just weird because then you got to like, well, I'm. Yeah. You know, you get your whole spiel. What's this the transitioning like, statement though? Like, so what do you do? Are you are you famous? You ever, you ever got that? Yeah. Like, you, you oh. seem famous. And I'm yeah. like, uh, Why are you talking to them? Yeah, I know. Nothing. Yeah, like nothing. I don't, <laughs> I do, don't do anything. I don't do anything. Ooh, that's what I'm going to use next time. What? Like, I don't, I don't do, do anything. anything. Yeah, <laughs> I just know them. <laughs> All right. Um, so Aaron, you were um big into sports growing up, correct? Yes. Do you still play today? Like, do you still actively, I don't know, I, I saw you put up something about soccer, but is like there any other sports or anything like that? Um, I played flag football until I had surgery back in January 2018. I had hip and femur surgery. Wow. Um, As a result of an injury, I got playing D1 soccer. Um, wow. It was for, like, it's like, so, like years later? Yeah. Like, basically, like, when I was playing soccer, my coach tried to make it seem like I was making my injury up. 
Wow. And they didn't allow me to go see a specialist for it. And wow. then once I stopped playing, it kind of felt better. But mm. then it got to the point where it hurt when I was walking. And I was just like, okay. So I went to the specialist. He is a surgeon for the Giants and mm. I think the Mets. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I know what your problem is. And literally like one appointment, he knew. And then a couple of weeks later, they scheduled me for surgery. But I'm very, I'm like, I love sports. I love playing sports. Mm. Um, but I don't think I'll ever play soccer. Only Aww. because people who do like club and stuff like that, they don't know how to properly tackle or properly mm. do things. Like even like kicking a ball. And I don't want to like, Break my knee. That's right, that's right, happened right. to me before. Damn. Um, so you're not into that. No. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. <laughs> I broke my knee. I've torn ligaments. I've torn my meniscus. I've had what? hip surgery, oh, and shit. I had my femur cut and rotated shit. to fix it. How long All is because that soccer. recovery? For, for which one? Surgery. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, that's mad in your surgery. Wait, was it two different surgeries? Okay, no, it was one at the same time. Okay. Literally two specialists the same day. One went in, did the hip, blah, blah, blah. Other one came in, did the femur, blah, blah, blah. Rotated, but they put a, a little like rod in my leg. And then I woke up. And they're like, oh, how are you? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. They're like, great. Let's do PT. They literally got me up four hours after my surgery doing PT. And they had me walking with 50% weight on my leg. Because, I mean, but these are surgeons that deal with, like, professional athletes. So, like, they're like, no, we're not having you wait. We're starting now. Like, you have a game next week. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) I had the podcast, literally. (laughs) There's definitely a few episodes where I'm on crutches. There's a few on on crutches. Yeah. I feel like World Cup. Athletes don't have that many injuries and shit. Because she's an athlete, athlete, bro. Like she's D one. D one is real. Did you want to play professionally? Like, um, if they paid women more, yes. Mm. But the problem is that financially, there's an issue here in the U.S. And then on top of that, another thing is, I personally feel like the soccer programs here don't develop players in the sense of like who's the best it's more so like who has the most money right so wow. they, it's an it's a disadvantage for people who are latin people who are black and that's why you see a lot of women soccer players they are predominantly white mm-hmm. um they don't do what other programs do like for some of these big um leagues and stuff like that is like they get players who are from brazil they get players from all these different countries yeah. and they develop them starting as kids us, it's like, oh, you got money? No? Okay, then you can't play. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to go to like really great competition, I would have to go to a different country. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Right. So, and I was offered like $50,000, $60,000 right out of college. So I'm like, Ooh. yeah, I'm going to take that. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Let's take yeah. that bag. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I have a question. <laughs> um, the way I feel like I wrote this and then you put it in here. This I'm gonna be Ron all, Burgundy right now. Shout out to Cherry, bro. Okay, how do you do all that you do? So I always see you on social media and you're all over the place and you know so much about everything that you're speaking about as far as like stuff on your podcast and like when you're talking yeah. about sports. How do you have the time to do the research and then go out and then talk about it? I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, same thing for Brandon, too. Like, Brandon's doing a lot of stuff. He has work. He still Mm kind of does some music stuff. Like, I don't know. We just... I I always say that you're going to always make time for the things that you want to make time Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And for those who says... For people who say they can't make time, usually it's because they don't want to do it. So if it's something that I want to do, I'm going to make time. And if that means I got to wake up an hour earlier, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Um, 
I don't feel like talking about podcast stuff or like strategy stuff is like something outside of what I like. Like I have to force myself to do it. Okay. It's it's becoming it's who I am. Mm-hmm. So one day I may just wake up and be like, "Damn, we got." 10,000 views. Let me mm-hmm. just talk about this. Or mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, crap. My Eagles lost. Yeah. Well, you know, Cowboys still suck. But. Whoa, 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 um, whoa, 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 yep. whoa. Can I'm we going stop, there. Can we stop this? I'm going there. I get him all the time because he's a Giants fan. And they used to make fun of me. Like, they used to make fun of me earlier. That was but, sad. It was. I but, had a, it was. I was There's like, a lot of pain I'm, in yeah, there. It was a lot but, of pain. But when you Eagles won the Super Bowl last year, Dang. I don't hear so much from the Giants or the Cowboy people. Whatever. Eat, relax. Let me, Are you what? from Philly? I was born outside of Philly. I was born in Abington. And okay. I lived in Philly for a bit and then moved to Jersey and have been there until okay. like, obviously college. Yeah. Got you. So you're still involved in the music industry yeah, a little right? bit. So I, I like I like to like work with different artists and mm-hmm. just uh, it's more cultivating now. Oh. Like before I started, I was A and R and and trying to do that whole thing, and then it, I moved away from it just because I just saw that it was number one it wasn't really an avenue there anymore for it. I was gonna yeah. ask. I, I don't know if we're gonna get there later, but mm-hmm. is there like what is the space for A and R's now? Like what is A and R is kind of SoundCloud, like the internet. For, like what for, is for me? I think. A and R is is missing in the industry now, just in entertainment, right? Just because it's not there. It's today. not there. Like you don't really see artist development mm-hmm. as much as you should. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't see a proper rollout. Like Cole has a proper rollout. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right, right. Um, even uh, this guy who was just on our show, damn shame. Uh, Which one? There's a lot. Yeah. Rico. Like... Rico. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Uh, Rico had an album rollout. You know what I mean? Like he even talked about the the process of A&Ring uh, records. It's not just about putting on a record for for an act and then that's it. Like you got to cultivate him, you got to help develop the sound, you got to help to do all these things. I feel like a lot of artists don't have that. And yeah. that's why longevity for new artists is, is difficult yep. in, in this climate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. big into that too and I feel like I don't see it and even people kind of advertise to go away from it too like yo, yeah. it's, it's popular to just yo just put it out or just do this or just do that and it's like damn bro like yeah. you don't want to have no kind of buzz strategy? for your shit no yeah. strategy like yeah. just mm-hmm. throw it out okay well that's because they see these surprise projects work but it's just like yeah, yeah but those bro, are but people that are Beyonce. already yeah but you're not home like I've been seeing people do that and even up and coming artists that are really really dope artists you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. and I'll see them like oh surprise album today I'm I miss like, a lot of these albums uh, because yeah I yeah, miss I a lot of them because I don't know if that makes sense even still we're in a period of time now where like I mean, it's always been like this, but more so now. You cannot have creative without strategy. 100%. Right. Like, even with our podcast, like, there's a lot of strategy that goes behind our podcast that people don't even know about. But we, yeah. it, we, it, it looks like we just are like, oh, let's just talk about this, put it out. But there actually is there's a lot of strategy. And that's a problem that artists have. There's a problem that athletes have. There's a, it's a problem that a lot of people have who right. are creatives. That's a great example. Definitely. Because I think, I, I think a lot of podcasters would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like you put a lot of prep work into what your show is going to be prior to putting it out. And then, so what makes you think that any other type of entertainment is different? That's a good yeah. example. It really is. But y'all, y'all do a show just like we y'all do a yeah. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, How yeah, many times do people say like, they'll make like little minute issues with your podcast or your show. And you'd be like, fam, do you know how long it took Yo. us to put this shit together? Yeah, like, no I don't idea. think people understand <laughs> oh. what it like, what I hear does. static noise at yeah. the one minute and 30 yeah. minute, seconds <laughs> like, mark. And I'm like, okay. I, I, right. I just will never understand that. That people just think once you put it out that because it's the finished product and it's a good product mm-hmm. that it's just that yeah. easy to yeah. do that. I don't think people realize yeah. that. That's ridiculous. I was up to like two in the morning. I was like, 
But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you guys are both into video games. I, yeah. I used yes. to be really big into gaming, not so much anymore. But um, when you guys were coming up, what games were y'all especially playing? And then kind of what games are y'all like playing now? We play oh everything now. Um, I, I mean, just, I was just hold on, I, my bad. I was just um, somewhere the other day playing a Street Fighter Two arcade. Mm. Okay. And I felt like I was a kid again. Yeah. I was mad. I, yeah. Like, I was dumb. I, I saw it in Walmart the other day. Yeah. You can buy mini arcades. If you go to Walmart, you can buy mini arcades for yes. $200. Those, they use those for competitions. For It's, it's called the FGC, the yeah. fighting game community. Yeah. Um, I was at actually a Red Bull competition, and a lot of them actually prefer the arcade. It's like some can be like, Super big, or mm. it can be more compact, mm. right. and they use that more to compete than they actually do the like regular controllers. Like I've seen the like a little. It's almost like a big computer, big back computer looking device, and it's a screen on either side, and then mm-hmm. the analogs, the joystick, and everything on both sides. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, or that's like what I'm, the stand. I'm, I'm, joint? No, I'm talking about the stand. Like oh, the actual. Really? Like you remember, like for us in Jersey, I used to go to a mall. Yeah, like, yeah go to the mall and yeah, arcade yeah, yeah, shit. Right, right. Them yeah. big arcade. They right. have nice little exactly. arcades. Oh, oh, oh. Like I want to put that shit on my on my counter I on my table. Go, I might have to go find that. I it's see. fire. I've never. I, yeah. I didn't even know that you could buy them like that. I never seen that shit. Yeah. Um, you just made me sorry. You made me feel really old. There are kids now. Yo, I saw someone tweet that there's arcade. kids that what? when they found yeah. out that there used to be like arcade video games at malls, they're like, "What?" Yeah. <sighs> On my block, when I used to walk to school, there was an arcade sitting outside of a uh, like a Word. grocery store. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Yep. Chained chained up. That, yep. yeah. It was like chained, chained up, up, but it was yeah. just there. Like, yep. yo, oh my god. But anyway, back <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a question. <laughs> I used games, to play games, and then. You go first, because I owned every single system. I was gonna say, mm. yeah. I mean, um, right now we we both literally play everything. Mm. Like I'm still yeah. very much a gamer. Like, like are y'all into Fortnite and all that? Absolutely I don't, nah, not. I'm I've grown, never I'm, played. Yeah, it. I'm a grown man. I'm, 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 I, think that's, I think that's a kid's thing. Yeah, I've, I've never played it. I've never yeah. played it. I just don't know. I, uh, not. Funny, uh, my nephew, I, I was babysitting him, and he wanted me to play Fortnite. <laughs> so I said, all right. I'm advanced. I play Call of Duty. I get yeah, busy. Yeah. He comes over. We set the whole shit up. And I'm getting trashed. So he's laughing at me. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. snuff him. How is it? Don't you hate when they do that shit? Yeah, well, you know him. they've been playing yeah, this shit for yeah, a long time. Yeah, like, they he's like, my nigga, we can go around the corner if you really want. Yeah, yeah but the way, you know, a kid ever talked to you so oh, disrespectful no, oh, where you want to treat him like an yeah, adult? Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, you didn't see that? I'm like, I'm like, hey, Q, yo, just stop. Not right now. He's like, all right, Uncle Brand, let me see. And he starts just getting busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so petty, I turned off the game and made it. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Houses around you and stuff. Yeah, I can't. I can't. That's, that's crazy. Uh, well, I guess so. for for me, so my parents are computer scientists, so they're oh, always shit. big on video games. Like my stepdad created one of the first video games, and he's Whoa. worked with like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. So like, my parents never looked at video games as a waste of time. Gotcha. Um, so we used to have all systems. I was I would say that the first game that I can remember being super young. Was Sonic the Hedgehog mm. on Sega Genesis? Sega Genesis. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I even have like favorite games per systems, like Nintendo sixty four. Uh, I had like Double Seven. Golden Eyes. Uh, Yo, oh, I tried to play uh, 007. Star Fox. Star Fox is my. Shit. I have Star, Star Fox. Fox um, then like PlayStation, you have obviously like the Resident Evil two, which mm. the remake the came remake out came and out. it's super fire. Shit. It's crazy. I look like we're looking back at the old graphics. I'm like, dang, we used to it think was, this was dope. Was, like, no. this is. <laughs> When's the last time you tried to play 007? Because I tried to play a shit the other day. One of my friends, one of my coworkers has uh, N64. Yeah. 
And it shit is so different with only one analog. Yeah, it's different. Like you gotta yeah. stop, look up, yeah. <laughs> turn, look down. Run, yeah. And it's like, yo, I'm like, damn, I can't turn and look at the sound. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? So to answer your question, I tried playing. I have a Raspberry. I tried playing it, and I was like, all right, this shit. I, How did we do I, that? I started shit? blaming on the Raspberry. But, say, say, but the funny, the funny shit is, I felt like that with Resident Evil. So I'm playing Resident Evil now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, you know how like. You can dodge. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You can roll. Like, it's yeah, mad advanced shit. You can't do none of that. You yeah. can't. You, you just stop. <laughs> you just move, turn. Back up. Like, you, to, to evade someone, you gotta, like, You didn't like, even know if you were shooting. Like, you just... You just had to hope you was locked yeah, on. Yeah, like you didn't even know you who you was shooting. It's yeah. like I'm gonna just shoot. Hopefully, it automatically kills. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. I think the <laughs> oldest game I've played recently was for, uh, on PlayStation. I've like I used to love because obviously I was like a super young kid. I used to mm. love playing Crash Bandicoot. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I played that on PlayStation. Um, there's a few others. We've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, but mm. we also did a lot of Red Dead Online too. But our friends mm. kind of like don't want to play that anymore, so yeah. we moved on. Yeah. Um, y'all corny too. Y'all listen. Yeah, they're super. They're smack <laughs> corny. Online's fire. How did y'all realize that both of y'all like video games? Like, I feel like that's not something you talk about in class. That's a good question. When did we realize? I don't fucking know. Oh, <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. You know what it was? Um, what was it Sasha's it, it episode? Was, yeah, it was a guest. Sasha, Sasha Duvall. Yeah. So uh, yep. she came on the show um, and started talking about video games. And I was surprised. Like, I, di- I didn't think that she would be in video games. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, w- I wasn't because I spoke with her about it before. Yeah, she knew. Mm-hmm. So. I, I had no idea. So she started naming all these, like, games. Where I'm like, like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're a gamer. Like, <laughs> you're, you're serious. You're serious. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then me and E started talking. I'm like, I'm looking at her now. Are like, you oh, a you're a gamer, too? gamer. <laughs> like, the fuck? I'm like, all right. So we, I'm like, yo. Yeah. Come, now it's like, what's your game attack? So, that's, yeah, the new, so I'm like, that's the new what's your Instagram. I'm like, yo, listen, I welcome into the family. We And now we just rock. And I'm like, yo, I prefer to rock with her versus like some of my best friends like, yeah, nah, it's lit. it just it's lit. naturally happened like that I'm nice yeah yeah <laughs> nah, back, back. so what are you are y'all into like more cause you doing uh, you do Call of Duty so first person mm-hmm. or third person y'all into Gears of War at all I was oh, I used to be. I love Gears of War. Oh my gosh, Gears, Gears yeah. of War Online was yeah. my I, shit. That, that was like, it. That was, like, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that, that was, was one of the main reasons. That and Halo was one of the main reasons yeah. I got an Xbox back yeah. then. Yeah. Oh my god. I got a, I got an Xbox uh, for my little brother because I never had an Xbox, but he was he's still till this day is very mm. big into Xbox. Yeah, I'm an Xbox guy. And um, he was the one that put me on the Gears of War because mm. I was was always playing shit with with PlayStation. Yeah, so yeah. I started playing that, and I was like, I fell in love. So then I played that, then Halo, and then mm. all those it's a chainsaw. Yeah. Them. Yo, that, that shit. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. awesome! Catch somebody with a no scope, yeah, oh yeah, headshot. The quick scope. I used to be the nasty. Scope. What? I used to be nasty with the quick Man. scope. Yo, that shit. Oh, you remember? You remember? You could always catch somebody if they was rolling forward. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was aim at the floor. It, automatic the floor, headshot. Automatic headshot. Oh, and then they automatic. would just be standing up. Out of or if they're running at you and trying to swear. Yeah, they trying to. Yeah. Yo, look Hell at Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminiscing, man. He's like so happy I'm right now. I don't think Jay has spoken about video games I in a very, I'm very, very long time. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. Y'all don't play, y'all don't play video games nah. at all? They don't give a fuck. But see, like, not even like Super it, Mario. Or... Even I don't, no, I love I video games coming up. It's yeah. just I have wild kids now, and yeah. pretty much. They take over. Oh, so they took your shit. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I mean, I'm a music producer. So 
my I'm video so, game I'm time sorry. now is producing. You so have like, 40 kids? No, not 40. <laughs> I got 42. Four, 42. It's, I got 42. It's an ongoing joke. They always say a different number every time right, they well, bring up no, the number. No, sorry. You're mixing up how many kids he has with his age. Yeah, okay. Got you. He's oh. 42 years old. Oh. <laughs> 24 kids. Oh. Got you. Got Listen, you. I'm, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Ty look like I'm 42 now. We get sniped now, huh? enough on I, our I was podcast. about to say, I get sniped enough with I'm age. I'm going to get sniped I'm, today. We're going to get sniped later by Brittany, who's our videographer. I'm good. I know. It's the shit out of them age jokes. I'm like, all right. Right on I think he's talking about age. Because Nas. Nas like a few like what months older than you. Yeah. So we always yeah. say oh, that so he's you like the old the man. Yeah. 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 With your old ass. Yeah. We're not even but a year Nas apart. Like, he's still old. old Nas old like it's like an old young guy. Yeah. Like he if he brings up an example, he'll be like, yo, I'm gonna bring up an example from 1982. I'm like, dog, what are you talking about? <laughs> and we all just be sitting on I'm the like, show. I'm like, do you know, like, know who our audience yeah, is? Like, like yeah, yeah. damn, like we, our, our age group is 18. Like, what are you talking about, Madonna? Like, what, are, what are you talking about right now? Like, he's he's very. Nah, I love Nas, man. Nas yeah, is just Nas very, is he's just very old, man, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, I don't even know how to say it, right? I wasn't like, expecting yeah, that. I wasn't expecting he's just old, but he's not. He just, he's know. an old, young dude. Yeah, we right, always got to, like, school him on, like, young acts that we're about to talk about before mm-hmm. we actually do it yeah. because he's like, I don't know who that is. I've been listening to this show. I could tell he just kind of be like fall back. Like, oh, all right. that, yeah, but that's how he him. got the name regular Nas. Like he yeah. just really just a regular guy mm-hmm. working and just has an opinion on shit. But yeah. it just be, <laughs> it'd be <laughs> it'd funny. Be, it'd be funny sometimes. Yeah. So that's I mean that's really it. Oh, that's the game I wanted. To, I kept thinking my favorite game, Metal Gear Solid. Yes! Oh my god, oh. that's mine too. The, the first, the first yes. one, first one, the, yeah, the first mm-hmm. one. That's my um, shit. All of them, pretty much all of them, except for the the riding one. I didn't really. I Sons, didn't really Sons like of Liberty it. was my shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh my god, the last one is amazing. I just I, I didn't play the last. One. I haven't. It's amazing. Honestly, I haven't beaten it yet just because I know that it's not coming back out. Mine's the, the third one, one Metal Gear Solid. Just Metal Gear Solid. That yeah, like, one is the first first one amazing. Yeah. Just overall, from the storyline to the yeah. functionalities at the time. The whole oh, you could just run up and just yoke a nigga up. It was like four. Er, 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 er. And then when you died, you tap it a little faster. You really are. You really are. You had to do that shit quick and then run back in the corner. I was about to say you had to run back in the corner. They looked like and you had to. Oh shit! I'm out of here. Oh my god! Whatever that. I'll be like, run around the corner. Funny shit. I still get scared. Nervous. Like I hear that shit or ringtone. This shit. I'd be like, fam. No, my brother has that shit. Yeah. So like. I'll be like, we'll be in the kitchen and it's like, Doop. yeah, yeah. I gotta hide. Yeah, you, you gotta yoke somebody out. You got, you got spotted by a camera. Somebody better get low. So, what's going on there? <laughs> what's going on over there? That's exactly what the guard said. What's going on? Yeah, no, what's, what's happening? They always sound clueless. And then they come over. And then they come over and they see the body and they're just like, oh, oh my god. But you ever noticed got, them niggas was protecting like government equipment? Yeah, they never knew what was. You had no. Yeah, they had no idea. They were just crazy. I think something's around the corner. Yeah. Did you hear that, Jim? They dead ass. They're like the people who die in horror movies in the beginning. They're just like, what's that? Jim, what is that? I'm, I'm going to go look. They're, they're definitely the people that just are standing there guarding shit without doing anything. Yeah. And then somebody just drops from the ceiling and just snaps and just their snap, neck. Yeah. They're, they're, that's all of them. That's every single dead one of them. Dead ass. Man, maybe they're not getting paid. But there got to be some. <laughs> Word. They government <laughs> shut down. They government employees. <laughs> government employees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the situation's not funny, but... No, but that was... Yeah, you had a you you laugh. That's good timing. That's a good timing. You know, serious things. Yeah, for three weeks. They're trialing, yeah. They're like, we'll pay out for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then you get paid bi weekly, so you get one check. But do they... But do they... Get, like, retro? Like, the shit that they make? Nah, they don't even get... No. No retro. 
Like if I if I knew I had a check coming, I'll still go to work. But nah, y'all get me eventually. They're not getting paid at all. It's just like, well, oh. thank you for your service, bro. Yeah, that's why the major airlines they yeah. all just like stopped having flights coming in. Mm-hmm. It's not just LaGuardia; it's it's, it's several. It's everywhere. But you know what I mean? People yeah. like that go to work right now and don't get paid, mm-hmm. but My still just have to show up yeah. to work yeah. like oh. with no check, no nothing. My ass is not like, going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's, it's crazy. The only reason money, crazy. Yeah, the My, only reason yeah. showing up is just for benefits. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. I, My friend, he was telling me that. He's not a government worker, but his credit card company reached out to him and they're like, oh, if you're a government worker um, and you're like coming upon hard times, like reach out to us. We'll give you a loan. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, that sounds that's good. a fucking oh, setup. That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like fraud. Because yeah. even if it was real, are they putting interest on that? He's from Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. Of course. No, of course. I like the way you I'm here for the Brooklyn slander. I'm here for the Brooklyn slander. Can't trust us. He can't trust credit cards. Can't trust Sally Mae. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, no, not at all. Can't trust at all. So earlier we were talking about how you are trying to get away from Killer BH. We ain't gonna let you. <laughs> <laughs> where where did that name come from, and why are you trying to get away from it? He ain't a killer. Uh, um, <laughs> seemed like a nice guy. Seems, actually, he's trying so, to run behind yeah. Killer BH and be like, Yo, the funny shit is I'm going to leave here and that's going to be embedded in my brain. <laughs> a nigga getting choked out. Then Aaron saying, what's over there? <laughs> and that all is going to be embedded in my brain. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right. When the ascension of Killer BH. Um, I don't know what year Move Music 2 happened, but that's when it happened. Um, I'll never forget that the time. It was it was an important time. Joe was depressed. Uh, because we were bad on Def Jam. Fucking um, Stack was in, and we were. He was trying to record, and we wanted to put out an album, but Def Jam was was holding up the album. Uh, he decided to go back in and do move, uh, move music. His fans was craving it, mm-hmm. and in the midst of that, it was one session. It was like it was me, uh, Stack Bundles, R.I.P. Him, mm-hmm. uh, J. Mills, and Fab, and I was bored. Uh, cause at that time we were like breaking uh day in, in studio and I was really trying to be like, I was trying to prove my point to him. Like I, I want to be at your A&R. Like I want to do this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm breaking day fucking, uh, every night pretty much. My, my girl is with me. She's calling like, yo, where you at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the studio. So we going through all of this and I was like, all right, nobody's at the board. Nobody's in there. So a beat was on. I just started rapping, but I was just joking. I was just was bored. And Joe came out and he's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? It's <laughs> the first thing he said. And I was like, because uh, I was bored. It was, it, I was delirious at this point. It was like four in the morning. I was like, nigga, I'm getting these streets. Get these bars off. You know what I'm saying? Get these bars off. And he was like, no, you're not. That was like really bad. And then he had the great idea of, he's like, yo, I want to put you on my album. And I said, no. After, after telling me it was really yeah, bad. Yeah, I like, said, no. I was like, you're not going to make a fucking mockery of my bars. And he's like, no, no, I think it, I think it could work. I think it worked. And uh, we, I laid it. I hated it. He loved it. And uh, I said, oh, I'm Killer BH in the thing. And he put it out. Uh, he played it on the radio. So I think it was on Sirius or some shit. Mm-hmm. And people like just took to it. I didn't think anything of it. People, because uh, by that time I, I was now as hype man, so we're doing shows, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. and then um, come Move Music Three, like a lot of the fans were the ones that were like, "Yo, no, we we need another skit." Like, yeah. is this Call happening? Def Jam like, again. Is okay. this happening? Is this happening? And oh, yeah. I, at first I was like, "Nah," like I didn't, I never wanted it. Like, right. it wasn't my passion. And I was like, "He's like, well, you got to do it. Like, you mm-hmm. can't not do it." I did it. That one <laughs> took off. Right. <laughs> and then it went from that to. Move music four, yeah. that one took off, mm-hmm. and, and and then yeah, so that was it. Um, so that's how that was the birth of of Killer BH, and and 
funny thing, Stack, Stack, uh, he loved it and then clown me like the entire day. He was, like, <laughs> he was just like, Yo, you really think you're nice? But I, I like, <laughs> and me just being bored because that was my first time meeting Stack. I was like, Stack, I can take you, my nigga. Oh, like, my I can, he's like, Right, like you're right, man. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, that was that was that was one of like one of the more special moments. But the reason I wanted to get get away with uh, get away from it at one point is because um, that's a character. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I, I wanted people to be able to separate Killer BH and and Brandon. Okay. like Brandon is is mild mannered, cool. I'm, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, a, I'm a nerd to to, to mm-hmm. me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Where uh, the the joke of or the uh, what. Killer Beats turned out to be was really just me starting now at this point to just mock artists like that yeah. was around the time where you had every artist like yo I got bars but they mm-hmm. were like super duper corny mm-hmm. I was just making a career off of them just okay. comedy wise but right. I wanted to be taken serious you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, were you writing everything yourself or were you just going in there just freestyling it? some some of them was free, was freestyle some of them was like it was times <clears throat> it was times I would hear uh, a bar or, or like a funny bar and I would flip the bar and just write like even like uh, the first one, Joe took bars out because he's like, yo, that sounds too good. Because I started writing and he was like, no, those bars actually sound really, really good. Because yeah. now, now at this point, I'm overthinking. It's right. like, it's almost like a hit record. And not to compare my skit mm-hmm. to a hit record, but it's yeah. like you get that first hit. All right, right, what's the second one? So now you're overthinking. So he would help. And then the third one was like, all right, I bet you can't do it again. Like it was more of a bet. And then I did it and wrote it. And hey, real it, quick, it, it were it you really calling into the offices and doing this shit? That question. I just want to know because that's wild. I was, damn, I wonder if I want to reveal what really yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's reveal it, man. Let's reveal it. All right, fuck it. Why not? Um, <laughs> my man. <laughs> so, what really, really happened was that was not a Def Jam call. Mm. Um, in fact, uh, that was the, the girl that answered the phone is Esther Baxter. Wow. Mm. Esther was in the studio and I was trying to write and I had an idea to, to call uh, uh, a label. Gotcha. And I said, fuck it, it's Def Jam, because we were beefing with Def Jam right, right, right. Mm-hmm. at the time. It's funny how that works, too, because we love Def Jam now. But, <laughs> well, at least I do. <laughs> at least I do. But, um, so yeah, that was the thought. And she did the voice. I wrote what she needed to say when she needed to say it. And that was a process, because she had never recorded, but it was fun. And then um, that was it. And when we put it out, people, like, for a good year, it's the first time I've ever told anyone that there wasn't really a, a real call to Def Jam. That's but nice yeah. Lydia, but you calling yeah. for real now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm calling for real now. Though. Yeah, the yeah. conversation's yeah. definitely on the corner. Well, are you Brandon yeah. when you call them, or uh, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm you know, Brandon. The conversations go a little different. Yeah, it, it, it goes from the high pitch. Hey, so what are we talking about? <laughs> what, what, what are the numbers we're looking at? <laughs> what are the forecasts and projections we're looking to do today? That's not like fucking weatherman talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh shit! So yeah, but that's what that's why he, he was the one that told me not to to get away with it. He, okay. and my girl, they were the one. That, no, you have to keep it. You have to keep it. Hey. <laughs> you have to keep it. They were like, you have to keep it. And even when I, I did something on Instagram where I, um, I said I was gonna get rid of it, and like everybody was like, uh, no, <laughs> like I, I won't, won't follow you. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Oh, Damn. Wow. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm people are able to separate it now because they see what you do. Like, I mean, yeah. for me, it was weird at first, too. I'm like, wait, that's the nigga from the skits that I'm listening to? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, now it's just like, all right, I just know him for this. Yo, this is yeah. fucked up. I hope this don't get y'all in trouble. I never forget, gonna... I was in Boston and a guy met me for the first time and he said, yo, you're Killer BH? And he's like, yeah, now nah, he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Nah, for real. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yo, I thought you was like dark skin and crusty. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yo. I say, yo, 
what the fuck is that? Because I sound like that? That's crazy. Yeah, I'll never forget that shit. That's funny. I'll never forget it. And I won't snitch on him because he had like one of my skits tattooed on him. Yeah, good thing you never said that during our recording. So I definitely would have cracked jokes on you. That was the funniest thing. Like he the seriousness in his face. Like he was let down, like, damn, like I got you tatted, bro. Yeah, so like like fan, I've been a fan of yours for like so he had you like Ashy Larry. Yeah, facts. Damn. A lot of people a lot of people think that though. A lot of people think that. Where were you when you met him? Um Boston. What was the name of that place in Boston? Like how did he know? Were you like it was hosting a, something? No, like, did it was you, a. How did he know show. that you were? It was were a show. You? Damn, this is I'm Middle East. Good old Middle East. Middle East <laughs> in, in Boston is like uh, what SOBs is to New York. Oh, okay. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Same shit. So that's our, like, that's that was one of our biggest markets out there. So we had a meet and greet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, after the meet and greet, uh, before the show, he just came up. I was at the bar, I was just chilling. And he came up and just it was like a very serious conversation. Like he really was like, You're you're really so you're really like him. you catfish. Like, yeah. Like, gotcha. like he was hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn, my bad, dog. Like what you want me to do? Funny. Yeah. So Aaron, you've contributed to a bunch of different um publications, Wall Street Journal, Revolt, yeah. um, different, you know, pieces that you've wrote for them. Um, wear different bunch of different hats, yeah. videos, journalism. How do you stay motivated and stay organized and you know? Just keep up with everything that you're doing. Um. Well, I mean, the checks help. Um, <laughs> but I've always, like, I always tell people, like, it's kind of weird. I have a passion for creating things. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, starting from scratch and building something up is, like, the most fun that I have. Right. Like, I remember when we started our podcast... <clears throat> You know, there were some people on our team that were super worried. And I was always like, guys, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. We got this. Because, like, I I have a, a history of, of building a blog. Like, when I was 16, I built my own blog. And I was able to get uh, over a million views in, like, six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also got well over a million views for YouTube videos. Um, what was then- the blog about? So it was so. Oh wow! It's about sex. <laughs> Yikes! Um, I was depressed in my blog, and I didn't get it. Wait a second. I wish we could name this episode. I just said, how do you spell her? Listen, before the show ends, we gotta look it up. We gotta look it up. We have to. We have to figure out a way. There's gotta be like a. Or something yeah, in metal here. We can look up for the joke. No, you gotta put it in. Um, there's like some like applications where like if they hear the noise, like yeah. they'll, they'll spell it out. Yeah. So just do that. Yeah. Okay. It's gotta be like E U R G. Yeah. Something. It's gotta be something. Um. So it was called Box of Mess. Um. And box as in like the screen, because you know back in the day we didn't have the laptops. Yeah. Right. Actual computers. Right. Right. Um. And then mess. Monitors with the yeah. Freaking. You can hear the noise of when you turn your computer on. Um, so, um, and the mess stands for music, entertainment, sports, and style because I oh, wanted nice. to cover an array of different things. Um, I started out covering sports. <clears throat> so I covered uh, high school basketball, but that really took off a lot because a lot of the basketball players would talk to me because 
know, I was a girl. Mm. I was around their age. Right. Like, they disclose a lot of stuff, and I guess maybe they thought that it would make them closer to me, but yeah. I was like, keep it going. They were just becoming um, closer to my blog. I'm about to say. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but eventually, like, they realized that I'm not just any girl, and then, I, and then some of them found out that I actually was a top soccer player in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, okay, so it's different. Um, and then so I started getting a lot of top players just telling me like where they were, uh, what their list was for colleges and just mm-hmm. thoughts on different things. And then, gotcha. you know, eventually in the McDonald's All-American, the director for it, he like saw stuff that I did and I was invited to that. And it just got to a point where like I was becoming one of the like info people for high school recruiting for basketball. Okay. Wow. Um, but then I also started doing music. Like I actually was one of the people that interviewed GEZ before way before anyone else knew who he was like this That's was when cool. he dressed like a black dude <laughs> like, G- like like what g Easy looks yeah, like right now that's not what he had and yeah, if you want to know about what his music was sounding like go listen to this song called candy girl that's how he sounded like okay, okay. do you have any pictures of whatever year it was g Easy? i think the video is still up <laughs> okay i think okay. it's still up so if i find it too. this song is super old okay. like was it like 2009 maybe or something like that but uh, like it, it, he's he he's rapped but the sound and his look mm-hmm. does not equate entirely mm-hmm. to what it is now mm-hmm. um okay. not saying that in a bad way it just means just that he different. leveled up yeah you know we all level up at some point mm-hmm. i you know we're we gonna have our intern look that up i could just send the link um but yeah so i did that and i started to develop relationships with different people like one of my mentors his name is mike hill he's a pro- a broadcaster for fox sports he used to be for espn really great guy um and he started to kind of like train me in terms of journalism and then he introduced me to jamel hill and jamel hill used to mentor me from high school to college um She's actually one of the reasons why I don't. I stopped doing uh, sports writing. <clears throat> I've had a lot of minority individuals within sports basically telling me that it's super hard for black women to rise up in sports mm. media at that okay. time. Not saying that it's, I mean, it's still kind of hard. It's yeah. it's hard now, but mm-hmm. more specifically at that time, because remember, like Twitter wasn't popping. Right. Like we just got access to Facebook yeah. and mm-hmm. MySpace. Like what? That, that had nothing to do with yeah. sports. Right. Right. Um so that so I made a change to entertainment, um, and just I'm gonna give a spark note version because I've done so much stuff. Um, then my other mentor, Josh Gott Health, he is a co-founder of Dime Magazine, and I built relationships with him, and I was able to do work with like uh, Skull Candy, Converse, Red Bull, in a marketing perspective and event management perspective. Um, so I always had journalism, and then that aspect. Gotcha. Went to college, kind of taking a break because I wasn't allowed to do anything. Then after what did you go to school for, uh, well, I went to Rutgers first and I did communications, but then I realized like I wanted to do journalism. Okay. Um, so I went, to, I looked up top journalism programs that also had like solid uh, soccer programs because a lot of times a lot of the top programs like their athletics is kind of trash and mm-hmm. I'm 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 yeah. a competitor. I can't lose. I don't yeah. want to lose. So yeah. I was like, all right, let me try and find ones that are kind of like the middle ground. So I found, you know, I looked at Maryland, Kentucky, and a few others. I really like Kentucky, and also I knew Michael Kidd Gilchrist um, before, so I knew him, and I had another friend that I knew. So like, all right, well, this is a university that I actually know people at. Let me go there. Gotcha. So I ended up there, played, got injured, all that stuff. Uh, but at that time, I was doing stuff with like UK athletics and media. Um, they had me uh, actually the first 
live stream of for ESPN for their practice. They actually had me as someone working on the mic, which is really cool. That's dope. You, you'll see, it's up. You'll see. I have glasses on. I look like such a nerd. It's all right. <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> I definitely look way cooler now than I did back then. But then again, I was not caring. I was just like, I just want to graduate and play soccer. Um, then I did work for the Wall Street Journal, Revolt TV, Cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the reason why, like when we were talking, um, why I want to do podcasts is I've been successful for blogs. I've been successful for video series. I've been successful in so many different kinds of media except podcasts. Mm-hmm. And for me, I like challenges and I like, you know, I like creating things. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of like the spark note version of gotcha. what I've done. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done a lot of content. I've worked with a lot of different people. And yeah. Does, does, does Spark Notes still exist, by the way? I used to use Does it? I, I, so, I use the fuck out of Spark Notes. So what? This, is, still this is what it is now. They do, <laughs> I found this out because my cousin is younger than me. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they'll do Google Docs. Okay. And there'll be four, maybe five of the students in it. During class, okay. and they'll class. each they'll each update like a different paragraph or a different point Yo, live what? while mm. the class is going, That's and wild. so you're taking less notes. So like if someone writes like, okay, uh, Jack and Jill went up to hill to get a pail of snails, and someone will come and be like, no, 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 pail of water. Like so you have the one, so like they have like one person that takes notes for like the first thirty minutes, and the next one for the second thirty minutes, and there's someone that goes behind them and like fix it up in case they misspelled what? anything. Clean. Wow, it's I would have wild. never thought about that, that ever. Yeah, I was not smart enough to do that. Damn. No, I was like, <laughs> damn, we should have done something like that. Because I definitely had Google Docs in college. Yeah, I was yeah. not smart enough for that. That's yeah. dope. Wow. Somebody need to do that with Wikipedia because that should be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think it's but funny when it's wrong sometimes. I, I'm about to say, <laughs> it's hilarious. Wikipedia wrong is the funniest no, shit it, ever. No, it is hilarious. It's the funniest shit ever. When you said pick a pail of snails, I dead ass said to myself like. Oh, she's wild. <laughs> and then you said, it. "I'm like, oh, okay." That's like, they got works. Killer BH's wiki all wrong. It's like, no, he's not dark and crusty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, got, they got me looking funny. Like, they got nice. me looking funny. <laughs> and they got me from Brooklyn too. That shit's crazy. Oh, no. What? Oh, 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 you the ultimate oh, scammer. Shit. Can you call a complaint? Whoa. That shit's crazy. I don't even know how to do it. There's mad shit on wiki. Like it just random people can go on Wikipedia oh, yeah, yeah. and just upload shit. So it's That's like, what I'm saying, like, should be wrong all the yeah, time. It's Aaron, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Like to write about or um anything? I talk about a lot of different things. Um it really depends. I, I don't know. Like it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes okay. like I just want to talk about video games. Sometimes like more so like when the NFL season's on or if it's the NBA playoffs or certain specific game uh games that are happening in the NBA with certain teams, then I'll talk. Mm-hmm. Um, also music too like you know when J. Cole dropped his single mm-hmm. I listened to it maybe like 20 times mm-hmm. and then kind of put my thoughts out about that for a little bit so for me it's like <clears throat> I just love telling great stories because I feel like no matter what industry you're in or what you do like the skill set of storytelling is so important mm-hmm. that if you're able to have that down and if you're able to kind of like be able to to pull out the right quotes from people Mm -hmm. um you can really cover or talk about anything like i've i've gone from like covering music and sports but then i've also have done traditional journalism where i covered like i covered a murder case in kentucky um i've also covered a suicide story where i literally had to go to this place where 
Um, they call them suicide survivors. I, I believe that's the correct term. If it's not, you can correct me later. Um, but what they do is like all these people, they've lost someone who took their own lives. Oh, okay. And I had to sit in and like listen to them talk about like their stories and their perspectives and mm-hmm. stuff. And like one of them was so gracious enough to even like literally take me back to her home and like go mm-hmm. to their favorite park where her husband was. And she literally told me like the gruesome details of how her husband killed himself. Oh, wow. So like That's I've been able to have, like That's I've wild. had to cover stories like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just like the humanizing factor, which is something that's always been big for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to tell the stories that shows who people really are because people sometimes lose track or lose thought of that. Like your favorite celeb, they're a human being, your favorite athlete, they're a human being. They're just like, you know, Sam from the grocery store or, you know, we all have our own problems. We all have our own successes. We all have our own failures, but like, I want to know about those stuff. I've always been a kind of person. Like I don't give a crap about what your accolades are. Like definitely when I've had like, Guys come up to me and try to say like, "Oh, well, I'm going to league next year." Mm. I don't care. Yeah, like I really don't. My parents right. raised me to not give a shit about that stuff. Right. So like for me, I'm like, "Okay, great, you're an NBA All Star, wonderful. All right, tell me about yourself. Like, what is your deepest, darkest mm-hmm. fear? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you fear mm-hmm. the most? Like, that's the stuff I want to yeah. write yeah. about. So in terms of writing, I guess mm-hmm. hopefully that answers your question mm-hmm. for writing. Uh, but for talking, honestly, like I just like having great conversations. And sometimes when thoughts come to my head, I just put it out there and then people want to talk. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it is what it is. But I get all my talking out on grassroots anyway. So yeah. by the time we're done with the podcast, I'm like, You're I don't want to talk. I don't want to shit. I hope y'all didn't record an episode before this. <laughs> no. yeah, I was about to say, I'm sorry that we did this shit. I, right. I apologize. No, 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 no. So you're also a mentor for Creative Strategy Bootcamp. Can you yeah. can you also tell us? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, she's looking like, uh, she's like, can I trust the source? Yeah, yeah. this is Wiki no, 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 now. Yeah. Yeah. We're on you Wiki. You this? No. I asked Wikipedia. She was like, well, I got this I was on her Wiki. I was on her Wiki. Somebody was asking. Yeah, she definitely had the boot, which looked like that. Tell me not to come behind me. No, okay. Faster, 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 faster. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Can you explain more about what that is? So the Creative Strategy Bootcamp was this thing that my friends started, which basically was a bootcamp to teach people about creative strategy. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of people, especially younger kids, they don't know that in the business world that you don't have to be just creative or just be strategy or business or finance. Like you could be a combo of both. And there are a lot of positions that are coming up that require you to think in both ways, think creatively and think strategically. Um, So I was part of that and I did mentor for that. Um, But I still do mentorships. Like I have this thing where I call it airing it out. Uh, where I basically give out, I answer questions when it comes to strategy. Um, I now started an Instagram live session. So my friends who are strategists or successful creatives, I'm now going to have them join me on Instagram live to basically talk about specific things. Like uh, one of my friends, he's going to come on, on, I don't know when this episode is going to drop, but Mm. the 31st, if it passed, Mm. it was the 31st, but if not, it's going to be on Mm -hmm. the 31st of January. And so with him, we're going to talk about how you curate your timelines, timeline to spark discussions and conversations. Cause even Mm -hmm. with like how to strategically tweet and be part of the conversations or how to find content so you can continue the conversations like that's a whole strategy in itself you know some of the some of the twitter accounts that you think that are just like tweeting randomly with no thought like some of them mm-hmm. no they have like a whole plan there's even mm-hmm. some artists like i've i've even helped mentor some artists in terms of like how they need to tweet 
and what kind of tweets is going to actually um, their fans will react to the most. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of information when it comes to, to strategy. But like either people don't know where to find it or they don't know how to kind of like break it down into a way where they can understand. So literally it's my job to just do that because I've had like CEOs and big companies and people mm. literally like sit me down and kind of like coach me through it and allow me to do trial and error and fail and succeed and stuff like that. And I want to be able to give people that information so they can just do it themselves because there are a lot of people out here, especially in the entertainment industry who claim they know how to do stuff and make you spend so much money, but they really don't. And gotcha. they make you spend money on stuff that like you can find on Google for right. free. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give free gems out that you could literally search. I'll just help you understand it more. And that's why I did airing it out. And I also want to see more minorities in this space. So that's why I also do it because I have a lot of followers who are minorities or they're from the inner city or suburbs or they're from Tennessee or whatever. And they really want to find a way into media or find their way into some creative space. Um, so I try to give out as much information as possible. So that's why I do the mentorship with some college kids. And I also mentor older people too. But that's, that's basically everything. That's dope. It's going to be a, a live, an Instagram live on the 31st, right? Yes. So if they miss it, that's it? Or No, they'll, I'll, I'm going to, so, okay. So what I'm going to do with that is I will rip it. Okay. From after the live's done. Um, and I will put it up on Twitter later on gotcha. because I want more people to see what right. it is and everything like that. Um, but I do plan to kind of like build it out later on and to mm-hmm. have it be like an actual YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really my priority right now. Gotcha. The podcast is my priority. Um, but once, you know, certain things happen this year with our podcast, then I'm going to start working on that Aaron, Aaron it out live. But it's going to be on live. They can go and replay it after. Um, and if they, even if they have questions, they can still message myself and like my friends are going to come on because we're a lot of people I'm going to bring on. They usually give out free gems anyway. So it's like you can just ask them. Like, I'm not going to bring someone on who's like. I hate I hate panels. I'm sorry. I'm about to get a rant. No, I hate I hate panels. I hate I hate some of these empowerment and more specifically women empowerment panels. And I hate these panels when it comes to strategy and like oh how to do this because they really don't tell you shit. They, really they dance around yeah. and say oh if you work hard. Fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Because mm -hmm. you can work hard and not get anywhere. They don't tell you that. Mm -hmm. You need to work smarter. You need to do this instead of that. Or if you're going to be, if if you're not seeing success on Twitter, why aren't you trying this on Instagram? Or Mm -hmm. why this may work? Or how do you look at analytics? Like, I've been to so many that like, it makes me so mad that people are literally ripping people off. Yeah, like. Just to put, just to put out bullshit info or put bullshit like, Oh, just be happy and work hard and it will eventually come. No, no, that is complete farce. And if you're listening and you go to a panel and you hear that shit, call them out on it, please. Ask them specifics. <laughs> more fire, no, more fire. Ask them specifics because I'm I listen, that's why like I, I've been like I've gone on so many different panels where I literally tell people, listen, I'm just, what's your problem? They're like, Oh, I have a problem with this. I'll literally tell them how to fix it. Right. Like, remember that one guy, that artist, who's like, oh, well, I don't know. And I literally on the panel was like, if you do X, Y, and Z and do this, you're going to see an improvement. Mm-hmm. Now, from there, it's on you whether you right. do it. Mm-hmm. But I literally told him what he needed to do. And I feel like there's a lot of people in this space that are not doing that or trying to withhold information mm-hmm. because they feel like, oh, someone may take my spot. 
for me, like you can call it ego. You can call it me being confident. I'm great at what I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm never going to feel like anyone's going to take my spot. I'm right. great at what I do. And I don't mind making other people great. You become better and greater when you make other people greater. Right. I mean, look at Oprah. I'm yeah. trying to be Oprah level. I'm not trying to be a regular just like boss, you know, mm-hmm. or a, a manager. No, I want to be on freaking Oprah level. So in order for me to do that, not only do I have to grow myself, but I got to make sure that everyone around me is influenced and grows too. You don't know this. She's talking, yeah. right? You don't, know talking this, right? you don't know this, but I'm crying right now <laughs> on the inside and I'm going to hug you after this. I, I, I thought that was just me. I've I'm emotional. Long, I, I'm emotional I was, right I was now. touched by that. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, right? She got I a little warm in here and all that. Warmer, I should say. All right, so Brandon, um, tell us like, I'm, if you ever did when you fell back from doing things with with Joe, um, what were you doing between that time and like starting up the podcast? Drugs. Like to today. Well then, gotta stop fucking laughing. <laughs> 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 nah. Um, <clears throat> Yo, so honestly, um, it was like maybe about two years, right? Cause mm-hmm. somewhere around there, I took like a break. I wanted a break. I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to kind of refocus myself. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe was was very vocal on him like wanting to retire, and yeah. um, <clears throat> I was kind of at my point where I didn't want to be a hype man anymore. Like I, I'd done that for God knows how long. I. I I wanted to work more closely with artists, but again, more developmental mentorship versus just strictly A and R. And you know, I, I didn't want to do that anymore. So, for like maybe like a year and maybe year and a half, I just literally strategized. I just looked at the landscapes. I made sure I kept my relationships, and you know, always made myself readily available to the artists that I've worked with and or, or artists that I've toured with that knew me. And then from there, I just started to just think. That's where the that's where I think the real thing started to happen for me it was like. Talking to all these people, hearing what all of all of they were have accomplished or what they were trying to do, and I was like, "All right, nobody knows this, but I I want to tell your story. I want someone needs to know all the shit you're doing." Like I think about like um uh what's this guy's name? My memory is getting shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, uh, watch life." No, 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 no. That's, <laughs> a, that's really the watch life. Um, uh, what's this guy's name? Les Ryan Leslie. Okay. You know Ryan Leslie, and I've never worked with him. I met him a few times, but that mm-hmm. makes no never mind. But the reason why I'm bringing him up is because he's one of the most, for me, one of the most influential people, like just strategy wise with his brain, like chameleon. We we talk mm-hmm. about chameleon a lot. Mm-hmm. Like people like that for me are just really, really interesting. And, and if you're not in the know. You would never know that, like, mm-hmm. Chameleonaire, while you think he's a one-hit wonder, he's a fucking millionaire, millionaire. That, that is right, a tech right. god. Yeah, tech yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. it's people like that that I've, I've had the the opportunity and privilege to work with that I just started to look at them differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for the, the I removed the friend level. Like, all of them, I call on holidays. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I was like, all right, no, I, I need you for something else. Like, yeah, yeah. and it just kind of worked. They, they, it, it, it made sense for me. And so that's kind of where I was at that point. Gotcha. Um, I know you said you were doing the hype man things and all that. Do you ever miss it though? Like being up on stage and like being out there? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. But like <clears throat> I say it a lot, like a lot of people don't realize like tour life is not easy. Mm. Like it it I look at it very much like our like shows. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you guys 
<clears throat> as consumers, as as civilians, get the finished product of a show that's taken so much time to put in. Mm-hmm. Same thing is equivalent to being on tour. You know how difficult it is. And for me, I've I've been in school this entire time, so I'm you know away three months, four months at a time, in, in on tour buses, or in cars, or in planes, and I'm typing papers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it for me, it was it was a, it was a necessary evil at one point, but. It takes a toll. You know, you're not eating good. You're, you're not mm-hmm. sleeping properly. You're, yeah. you're, you're homesick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot that factors into it. And then, just like anybody, there's times where you just don't want to be fucking bothered. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be on stage. I don't want to do anything. I just want to no, just chill, decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, so, during all of that, when, once uh, I think about that at times, I'm like, ah, I'm cool. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I do I, I miss the fans. Like the fans is what I miss the most. Like okay. to be able to talk to them and get mm-hmm. to, to hear well, are they what coming they back thought. around now though. Oh yeah, yeah. Show? Like mm-hmm. it, it, the funny enough, and I say it a lot. Our first episode, I, I, <laughs> and Aaron knows. Aaron, I, I was so nervous about putting this episode out. The first episode we did, and um, the response was really, really overwhelming to the point where a lot of those old fans that 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 followed me as Killer BH, they're like, "Oh no, we fuck with you. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're lifers." And that's the good thing about like Joe's fans. Like it's mm-hmm. either they love you or they hate you. You probably want them to love you because yeah. they just will hack into your shit and, and <laughs> do all types of all types of mean okay. shit to you. Mm. Um, so thankfully, I've never been on that end of, of the stick. Pause, but mm, um, pause. I, I do. Yeah, no, won't catch me slipping. <laughs> pause. Pause. Oh, oh no, pause won't, won't catch me slipping in these streets. Mm, okay, um, but yeah. So I, I th- thankfully enough, <laughs> thankfully enough, um, they, they've they've embraced this. They've embraced this. That's awesome. They've embraced this. Now like, being on tour and all that. What? Uh, what was it like being in a relationship? Like, is it, it was that hard too? You're in school, you, you know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, it's hard when you're, you know, you're away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you like, just talking about being away three months at a time. Yeah, like, like it, I, it, it was times where I'd be away for like two weeks, but then there's times I'd be away for like three weeks. Cause the reason I'm like, asking that is, I know you mentioned when you was doing Moon Music 2, mm-hmm. you was in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm guess with the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and so when you yeah, don't, don't get don't I, but, I, play the same guy. I, I, I just want to. You better relax. But I'm asking. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting hot here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, relax. I just I, I, I feel this. Good thing that you pointed I'm, out. Yeah, I feel the steam to, coming. I'm just trying to make sure. But I'm asking for the people that are in relationships mm-hmm. now that have passions that call for them to have to be away, or they aspire to be in a space where they may have to be. How do you make that work? Cause it's it is a it's a you know it's not easy. I think to Aaron's point, it's I'm not even gonna look this way. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, why uh, I got my eyes on the watcher. No, but um, it's to Aaron's point, and and, and I, I live by that as well. Is you'll make time for you know what, you what, to, what yeah. what's important, and for me at that time was obviously maintaining a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. um, maintaining a career, and then building a career, and then also just trying to fit in this baby that I'd birthed with. Killer BH mm-hmm. and and growing that brand. So for me, it was just priority at that point. Like mm-hmm. nothing else mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then to answer your question, for me, like it wasn't like you know, like you see in movies and shit, would be like mad hoes around and shit like that. Like <laughs> for me and my guys, like we it was never that it was never a thing for us. Like we literally do a show and just go home, like go to the room. Like uh-huh. we was already washed at that point. Like, we was just trying, you know what I'm saying? like I hear you. We, I hear you it, like. You're not gonna really have energy to do shit. You get right. off a plane, you get handed an itinerary, you right. go to maybe get a bite to eat, right. go to the hotel, half an hour, rest, maybe shower, do whatever, 
Then you got to be at the venue. Then you got to go to the radio. Mm-hmm. Then by that time, it's 8 o'clock. You got hours till doors open to go do fucking... You got to uh, take a nap. Yeah. Because like, I'm tired listening to you. Team Walsh is a lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. For all those <laughs> aspiring artists, don't... Just, y'all look at them TV shows and them documentaries and just think you're just performing. Oh, no. It's work. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm that glad you mentioned work. that. But I was even more focused. I was even more asking about, like, you're not spending the time mm-hmm. because you're away. Like, and I know some people, some artists or, or, or entertainers, they bring their significant others with them sometimes. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can't do that. But when you're not spending the time, how do you fill that gap? Is it just a whole bunch of, I don't, we wasn't doing FaceTime at that time. Yeah. But was it a whole bunch of phone calls, checking in, communication? Yeah. Like, you know. You, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's more just communication, I mm-hmm. think, is what makes it easier. Like, got you. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your significant, significant other is always going to worry when you're abroad or right, just right. traveling. So mm-hmm. making sure that you maintain a healthy communication, yeah. I think, right. is key. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And especially, you know, she knows the routine or knew the routine at that point. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. what, what it was. So she would know if I didn't call at a certain point that all right, maybe something could be wrong or whatever mm-hmm. let's check in so just making sure that I'm cognizant of that it, it, it works you know what I'm saying Right. it's not really yeah. difficult if you want it to work you will make it work as I'm saying yeah. like niggas just be doing fuck shit but it's really yeah. difficult mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean it's really easy, easy. to just yeah. you know just yeah. make it work like, yeah. yeah and I think just in general like as long as whoever you're dating is 100% behind your dreams and your yeah. aspirations yeah. Mm-hmm. as you are behind theirs then it's just really the only thing that you have to worry about is communication Fact. Yeah. you know and yeah, if you don't have that nothing yeah, else if you, is, if you have the trust and they and they're really pushing behind you then it's just the communication yeah, aspect of it. it. And, and a lot of times work. those things don't work because the person r- claims that they're like, oh, I'm behind you 100%, mm. but they're not. Yeah. They're really mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they don't look at long-term. They may look at short-term and be like, well, you ain't making money from this. So right. yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, no, oh, like no. that's but not... in due time. In due yeah. time. Like yeah. it's going to take time. Like that movie Acrimony. But that's that's what it is though. Yeah. Like you, it really, the, the partner matters. Mm-hmm. Like if your partner don't believe in you, no matter what you do, you could, oh, yeah. you could have a check a blank check written out from somebody that's for a million dollars that partner don't believe in them but oh no it's bullshit yeah, then, it's you just, then you yeah. just with the wrong you know what I'm saying like, yeah. it, it don't work mm-hmm. right. communication that's yeah. that's really was it easy for you guys like for her to see the vision mm-hmm. for you like was it difficult did you was it a little um, pushback or was she I mean fully... I think I think with with just any relationship is going to be pushback you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like you there's there's groupies around there's there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean the, there's all those types of element that come with the job so I I'm not going to expect a significant other to just be like oh yeah um yeah, I, I want oh, you to yeah, go let those, let I, yeah, booty pop. Yeah, That's yeah, all right. Yeah, let yeah. The, I'll let the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the twerking, twerking. Yeah, I'll let the booty like pop. you know what I'm saying? It's 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 one of those things where as long as you guys have that open communication, yeah. and like understanding, that, right? then everything the else is, is good. Is yeah, like everything else will <laughs> just work itself that's, out. That's a side. If, if it's not, er, 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 it's let the booty pop. <laughs> one one of those two have to fly. Yeah, let the booty pop. Have to fly. Have to fly. Right, so right. you guys have interviewed a lot of people on you guys' podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Who was you guys' favorite interview? <sighs> favorite in general or... Be Sorry, I'd be like breaking shit yeah, down. I'm yeah, like general yeah. or like a specific thing okay. or... An episode. Um, yeah. An episode. One. Um, well, I guess like, yeah, like one of your favorite episodes that you guys have done, if you can remember. I'll say the Arsenal one because... I didn't know that side of him. I just know the disrespectful battle rapper nigga. And I'm listening. I'm like, oh shit, this, he's really talking on this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what's funny? And that's how I know my friends are weird. I've known Ice for God knows how long. And mm. I know that that's Ice brother. Yeah. I found out about half that shit that episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. niggas got to talk to each other more, uh, man. I ain't going to lie. But yeah. um, I don't know. 
Damn. See, my shit changes. My episode. Yeah. Okay, who's your favorite right now? Like, what is one of your favorite episodes? I'm like in my now? mind going through. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally to. going through from Felicia's episode, which was our first one, Felicia Temple. Yeah. Shout mm. out to her because yeah, if it wasn't for her. her, we wouldn't have not gotten various mm. of these guests. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Damn. You know what? It's even though it's two, but the reason why oh, I long. love actually no is damn those three episodes he was in Red Man. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. and the reason why is like, and it's not even is he he how he is is like he's like that on every single episode that he's come on. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I specifically love his episodes and and why I like love him as a person is that who he is on the episode like that's how he is outside and he's very. Yeah loving and he's like your family mm-hmm. and for us we're very big on that like yeah. we call our grassroots team and our supporters we call it the grassroots family like if you're yeah. a supporter you're part of the family yeah. because we have gone like y'all you guys don't know how much crap we had to go through to Nuts. even get to this point like Nuts. I'm sure you do but I'm, yeah, I'm more yeah, so yeah, talking yeah. to yeah. like yeah. people who are listening yeah, um, we got through so much but like Redman was one of those people who like really believed in us from the beginning mm-hmm. and he's always been like yo whenever you need anything, whatever you want me to come on, Definitely. let's do it. Yeah. Um, and so it's great that like when we got him for the first round of like 10 people, mm-hmm. everyone loved this episode because he was talking about the foot fetish and yeah. all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then he comes in again, but this time getting Method Man and him, which is yeah. like the hardest thing to do to get mm-hmm. them both in the same That's room pe- for a video. People were shocked by that. Yeah, yeah. they and were. Um, and then obviously the last one with the how high to, okay. you know, we pressed him for that. We're like, yeah. can you talk about that? Like, come on, yeah. please, please, please. But that's that's he the good it. thing about Red. Like he, he, he he's yeah. supported us from literally before we, before we even launched. Before um, we even had video. Yeah, before mm-hmm. we had video and everything, yeah. he was always very big on, yo, I, I, I fuck with y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I see what y'all doing. We want to help. So I met him when it. I was 13 years old and I felt that vibe. Yeah, they were he, doing a. A video at Oval Park in East Orange, mm-hmm. and I was there with my little brother. My little brother was like two, yeah. and they were filming a video. And they were like, "All oh, the kids, come over here!" And we went, and he saw my little brother, and I was holding him, and he picked him up, and he hugged him, yeah. and he gave him back to me, and he signed my shirt. <laughs> and I was like, "I like this guy." That's really Red, Red like, is one of the so, coolest down to earth people ever. Yeah. That is a fucking legend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Like, like he really, should be yeah, cocky as like, shit, but he's not. Like, That's yeah. what's up. I've I, like y'all ever seen backst- backstage? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I grew up watching. Like I was inspired right. by. It. Yeah. Till this day, mm-hmm. if ever I'm having a bad day, I will watch that. I watch uh, Fade to Black, Fade to Black. Oh, mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. So to like see all of these people, you know, what I'm saying to have them on the show is it's it's a surreal moment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that one. I, I just for red for another. Um, and I like. Even though it's recent, I liked it because it was honest. Rico loves episode. Okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we pressed the shit out of him with that whole R. Kelly tweet. Because I was mad. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, really, yeah. really mad about that. Yeah, he was wilding with that. Naturally, mm-hmm. because I was, a, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. Like, yeah, we yeah. don't really bring just anybody on our show. And I'm sure right, you guys yeah. don't, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you see someone that you like right, right, start right. saying some wild, crazy mm-hmm. shit, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. What are you talking about? Bring yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Bring right. him. I, I need to know. I need to know. And he was very honest about his opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I respected that about mm-hmm. him a lot, actually. Yep. He made really, really good points about, um, out of all the points that I've seen where people still want to support Robert, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was one of the people that really made some logical points. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he mentioned, like, McDonald's and shit. Like, yo, 
you eat McDonald's right now, yada, yada, yada. If you found out like a white supremacist owns McDonald's, are you not going to eat McDonald's? Or right. are you, you going to regret it? Are you going to act like you didn't enjoy those burgers five minutes ago? Yeah. No, you're not. Right. Right. It's a right. good point. Right. But I mean, I'm not rolling, but I get yeah. it. Yeah, not exactly. Yeah. 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 I, 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 it's, I, the point stands. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. 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 So, be on that side. Yeah. So that it was, that was interesting. Um, And I think uh, for me, it will be Saha. Uh, Okay. okay. The Saha episode that for was just a for just yeah for just for, for number of reasons. Yeah. And I'm a I've been a huge Saha fan for mm-hmm. God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when when we were doing the, the episode, uh, I had an agenda and she had an agenda as well, Aaron, and it just like went left because he was like super duper open with us. I don't know why. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it was. Okay. But just he he just started talking, <laughs> and I listened. <laughs> and his publicist and did his not pub- his publicist, stop. Yeah, shout out. That's to her. what's up. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them, man. But that that for me only because it it did so much for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, we were the ones that that broke the the seven song shit with with Kanye because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that wasn't really supposed to happen. Saha later on got in trouble for all of that shit, yeah. but I, I personally take pride in it because it was it was one of the the pivotal moments for us as a brand and where they people started to see. All right, we're, we're we have something here. It wasn't right. just a one trick pony. Like gotcha. we started putting out episodes here and there with big acts, but it's just because of the relationships we right. had. And now we have something really, really with some substance, yeah. and, it, and it matters now at this point. You know what I mean? So yeah. th- that that those episodes for me were just uncanny. So I asked this question to both of you, um, and yours is just probably just to be successful with it. But what are your goals for the podcast? Um, do you have any specific goals? Maybe I know twenty nineteen is a new year. Is there anything specific that you guys have planned um, or that you want to achieve? I know, like you said. Podcasting is a space that you haven't been successful in yet. Now you're successful in it, but what um what is the second level of that? <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, lot. there uh, I guess all I can say is that some of the things that we're aspiring to do or have mm-hmm. happened with the podcast is in the works for this year. Yeah. Um we got the dotted line. The dotted <laughs> the dotted lines haven't been signed yet, so we yeah. can't really speak on these things. Mm-hmm. But okay. they're but towards the end of 2018, we've been approached by various people and companies yeah. um, who are really down with the podcast, really interested in the podcast. And I think, like, I mean, overall, like you're saying, have it be super successful. Like that's like the mountaintop, right? Mm-hmm. But um, more specifically, like I actually read a book. It's called The Twelve Week Year. So I really break things down into like either like three month period, 12 weeks or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that we're trying to achieve. So right now we're all the people that have been talking to us. We're trying to get that stuff finalized mm-hmm. within the next gotcha. few months. Few months mm-hmm. so. It may be less um, mm-hmm. for some and a little longer for others. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it, I think for some it is. It yeah, is. We're a little more ahead with some others. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of like yeah. starting the conversation. But I think for us, it's like we want to take it the next step. Like we don't want to just, I mean, obviously we're still going to be independent, mm-hmm. but we don't want to just be like, oh, that independent podcast yeah. that has no big backing or support. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we are going to actually get the big backing support this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we want to do a live show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah we definitely want to do a live show and we're just, we're just working it out. So then, it, you know, ultimately it makes sense. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's all I can really yeah. say. Like, there's a lot. I, like, we're, we have a lot of shit going on, but like, we can't talk about it. All right. right. So, right. aside, aside like, from aside from going to death row, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Y'all playing Pac back? Y'all seen this? Pac, Pac? Y'all playing? Listen, Pac is alive and Listen. recording. Listen. What, what, what guests do you guys sort of want to sit down with in the future? Maybe. Uh, well, the okay. There's some that we want, but like I said, you can't say because yeah. we're already in the works with them. Mm-hmm. You'll just have to find out when we drop the episodes. Um, I, I would like Will Smith, boss. Okay. okay. Yeah. I would like Will Smith. Okay. Oh, if we're going to go that big? You won't catch me. You won't catch me. I know. I saw you. You won't catch me. You saw me, right? I was ready. Oh, damn. You said the I'm, Listen, I'm always in deep waters between her, <laughs> our, our videographer, and, and creative director, Britt. Like, I'm listen. always... At, like, listen, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. He Listen, he says that. We definitely caught him several times. Like, whoa! I had a cold. I'm out. I was off. If we're going to go that big... Yeah. I really want to have Rihanna so she can talk about the Fenty stuff. Okay. Like, really get into it because what she's doing, like, she is... She's fucking Hell up yeah. the makeup and beauty scene right now. Oh, like, yeah. everybody's Sud- just like, suddenly too. holy crap. Yeah. No, not suddenly. When she yeah. came in, like, blah! Yeah. Like, not she made suddenly, so much subtly. money. Subtly. Subtly. Yeah, not sud- suddenly. Su- yeah, oh, yeah. Suddenly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So suddenly, yeah. yeah. But she, like, is messing up the game right now. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she's... It's crazy to think that for have for as long that beauty products have been around, the fact that she has, like, the most shades... Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And especially for minority women. Mm-hmm. Which is weird that they... Like, a lot of these companies never focus on us considering that we spend most of our money on beauty products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's weird that they don't know that because it's, like... The beauty standards of America is set on the appearance of Maybe a white woman. Mm-hmm. And we have spent money to straighten our hair, to relax our hair, mm-hmm. to, you know, do all these different things to even like to fix up like the patches on our skin yeah. make sure, or even sometimes like get a lighter foundation. So for, for no one to like look at that and really be like, go oh, into it. yeah, like if they really looked into it. They would realize we spent so much money to go on this quote unquote ridiculous beauty standard yeah but i also think now a lot of people are understanding is because like the beauty standard is starting to change Mm -hmm. yeah and it has changed yeah now there's like white people wanting to look like black people Mm -hmm. have you seen that black fishing stuff oh yeah Yeah. we spoke spoke about that like you see that stuff and like now getting bigger butts and or just being thicker and embracing it yeah lip injections Mm -hmm. all that stuff but i'm happy that she is spearheading it and it's not someone who isn't of minority yeah. background spearheading. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's the one thing I just don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I just got super political and like <laughs> all this it. stuff. It's all right. I mean, I have no problem Listen, talking about I politics. Nah, that's real shit. I'd be that. correcting regular Nas all the time. <laughs> Listen, the reason why don't they don't have, have all those shades time. because they just don't care. Yeah. That's another That's yeah. another episode, folks. We can get into it. We don't have that much time. Wait, correction. They don't care about us, but they do care about our dollars. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. So they will do what's needed to get dollars. Trigger Mike's a show on Netflix. Trigger Mike's. Not Trigger Mike. Trigger Mike. Killer Mike. Let me tell you. I know you're talking about. No, Trigger Warning. Trigger Warning by Killer Mike. Let me just take this. Let me just take this away from you. I'm about to say, what's in that? What's in that? You don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't know what's in that? 
No. Listen, oh, it's all right. We definitely have stumbled. Like, we've been sometimes oh, yeah. drink wine on our podcast and yeah. we'll be messed up words. Yeah. We're like, fuck it. We don't yeah, care. Yeah, I've done that no. shit. I the fuck up guests. Yes, They'll be like, you said that wrong. I'm like, yeah, I don't I'm care. Like, it's our yeah. podcast. Whatever. Yeah. Um, new, new have you seen that show? Name? I haven't watched it yet. I love I, that's that my, that's show. On my it's, on, it's on my list. I got to finish Punisher, though. Yeah, pun- yo. I had to finish it. I'm only the like, Punisher? I think I'm episode six I'm, right I'm now. one episode away from Punisher. Punisher, for me, is amazing. I started that Somebody doc. told me. Oh, go. No, 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 you go. Um, I started that doc that talks about this girl who literally got kidnapped and abducted. That's on my list as well. That's on my list as well. I just started today. This shit oh my is God. crazy. I'm literally trying, watching I saw, that. I saw the trailer this morning, and I was like, yo, this shit looks fire. It's crazy. Like, it's their neighbor. And she got abducted once. It's not once, it's twice. And then she got abducted again. I'm like, how is this even possible? But that's the same shit with Liam Nielsen. Liam Nielsen should never be like the Taken guy again. That nigga loses his daughter every year. The new movie that's coming. Okay, he should have. Child protective services should have been involved. Why do you have kids? Really think about it. Why do you have kids if you have to go and say, listen, I'm coming for you. Every fucking, every week you're losing your daughter. And also, didn't he work for the feds too? That's how did he lose it? I ain't gonna lie. Liam Nielsen got to be the worst agent ever. Like, really think about it. Maybe it's they're constantly having shutdowns. Yeah, that's happening. Oh, oh. I'm not working right now. I'm not getting paid. I'm not okay. But the one thing you can count on from him is a good like a good yoking. You can count on a good one of those from him. He's gonna he not gonna catch I found you and I killed you. I don't know your name. I don't know where you are. Oh man. But I'm going to. But I'm gonna. But I'm gonna you. I will find you and I will. All right, man. Holy shit. All right, so we can wind it down. Um, like I said, we 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 do things with, with all our guests that come in. Uh, Survivor Series stories, just something, you know, it could be a five-minute story of just anything that you guys have gone through throughout life, whether you almost died and survived, you got arrested or almost got arrested, just something wild, just to show people, like we do this to show people that Everybody's human, and we all go through some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So, um, if you guys got stories, well, you guys um, can share one. This it can one be time, individual. This one time at band camp, <laughs> I can go completely wrong. <laughs> at band camp, um, you got to pause that already. I do. What? Whoa! Hold on! Whoa! Whoa! This one time at band camp. I'm just saying, you got. Oh, you're oh yeah, well, oh yeah. Well, oh wait, oh, okay, okay, like okay, a flute. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pause it just in case. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's a just in case pause. Yeah, just in case pause. Yeah. Okay. Um, damn. Let me get serious. Serious As you can tell, we joke around. Yeah, we're almost died in Rhode Island. Um, so yeah, so what happened was, uh, it was a show with Joe, of course, and um. I don't know what it was. It was a weird... I think it was a rollout. I always fuck up the day, but it, I just remember what happened. But long story short, we go to perform or whatever, and you ever just walk into a place or... I'm, I'm very big into energy. like mm-hmm. So I can feel all of your energy. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the energy was off from, mm-hmm. from Rip. Mm-hmm. In the show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you can. You, you'll, you'll, okay. For people that do music or perform, yeah. you, you know. They, they, they know what I'm talking about. 100%. Yeah. Okay. You, you can feel it. The, mm-hmm. the way people look in the crowd, mm-hmm. their energy, like... um. It's just I can't. It, it's just the energy, mm-hmm. nevertheless. Mm-hmm. And um, in the midst of us performing or whatever, um, a guy pulls out a gun in the middle of the thing and just starts shooting at the stage. Ah, Joe, Joe saw. Damn. Joe saw. I wasn't paying attention because um, he's like in the middle of the thing. And I and this is where uh, the life lesson I guess comes in. I was looking at this dude the entire time. It's almost like uh, you guys ever seen the movie Schindler's List? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So yep. Shunless List. Good movie. Shunless List is, is is black and white, but there's a little mm-hmm. girl that's in red in the movie. Okay. She's the only one that's in color. Mm-hmm. Now picture that, and picture being on a stage and, and that seeing guy was and in that red. guy. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. The, you could tell he, he was. You, know you I mean? can just tell, yeah. like a nigga standing like this, yeah, the entire time, uh-huh. mean mugging. Mm-hmm. Everyone's enjoying themselves, having a good time, mm-hmm. and he's just like this. And mm-hmm. now I'm looking like, all right, something is up. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. don't make sense. But I'm carrying on with the show, yeah, literally. What you, like, what would you even do in that? Oh, you know, he doesn't feel right. Can you score him? You can't. Do you can't that, even right? really do that. Well, you you can't do nothing. But I mean, for up and coming artists, you just want to put it. So what right. I did was, I'm I'm on the mic. I'm let my mm-hmm. let my, the homies know. I, yo, man in the thing, just mm-hmm. keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he pulls out the ratchet, but Joe pulls me off stage. He shoots, but the the security guards and everyone get him, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But lo- moral of the story is for me is just you, just be on point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it yeah. could it could happen in any given moment, and not if you're true. not paying attention, you could get caught slipping. So yeah. for me, that ever since then, and this was like early on, but ever since then, I'm, I don't drink. Sh- I never I stopped drinking at shows. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I don't smoke at shows. Like none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was always just very on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. always that on point. So. And Joe saved your life. Yeah, yeah. I'll never give him credit though, because <laughs> you were watching the guy yeah, the whole yeah, time. I'm, so, I'm, and, and I'm, nigga, I'm watching him for you. Like, he ain't never, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like, yeah. but yeah, yeah. He pulled me back, and then uh, his brother, who was our DJ at the time, uh, do shout out to him. He also pulled, and, and then security got the dude up out of there. But again, it was like it was a great night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that could have really ended badly just right. off of if we wasn't on point. Yeah. Shit could have been yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. That's crazy. So, wow. Oh man. I feel like I need a drink now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it doesn't, does it have to be like a, I almost died? So no, 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 no. Right. It's, it's just anything that like, you went through. That's why I said it could I just be anything. Through. Funny, it could be serious, it could be a lesson. He gave us a lesson and it was a little serious. Okay, I... I mean, I've had a near-death experience, too, but I'm, I'm not going to... We can't have too many deaths going yeah, on. Okay. Yeah. Um, Appreciate you. So I think... So I think that... Her version is that so different. Yo, See, no, but that was, that's a quick one. That's not the one where it's like, damn, you stop. She had the automatic one. She had the tap. She gave him a quick one. She gave him a quick one. To just shut up, to like drop the That's all muscle was strong. Um... <laughs> okay, so I, I think that I guess the perspective that I'll give is a combo of what I said on the R. Kelly episode because I want to clarify mm, some things because mm. people think that like I was enabling people who were hitting on me as like 16, 17, which is yeah. not the case. Mm. So for those who are listening that will listen to that episode, FYI, I actually did something about it. I actually mm-hmm. told my parents and I told, you know, people who were uh, the higher-ups for that individual, and it got handled. Yeah. Because they wanted me to throw, like, so many names out, but I'm like, all right, if you want me to throw names out, then I'm going to have to throw out all the guys that have catcalled me, that have sexually yeah. harassed me, that have, when I kept saying no in terms of them hitting on me, they kept going. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I'll be here all day, right? Mm-hmm. And that's And that's why I didn't say their name on the podcast, because I would have to then go through. They want me to name everybody. And I'm like, listen... Every woman can name more than 10 guys that have inappropriately had a sexual advance or anything at them, right? Um, Which is, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But aside from that, um, you know, when I was 16, 17 working in this industry, you know, it was hard because I was a woman and also, like, I guess I was attractive in the eyes of some of these older men and also Mm -hmm. younger men. So, like, I had to use a fake name. 
Um, mm. okay. because there have been times where there have been like how do I say there I've had like people who train me for soccer call and who are like older men when I'm 16, 17 calling my house for me or I had like people, you know, like I said in there telling me like, Oh, like, let me take you out to dinner. And I'm like, I'm 16. And they're like, well, I guess we have to wait two years, which sounds super <laughs> wow. crazy. Yeah. That's creep status. Um, filthy out here. Yeah. yeah wow. Like they're like being a woman in this industry can be very difficult. And, and I hate to say it, but like, it really takes, for them to stop once you get like quote unquote cosigns from respected men. Um, because starting out, like I even had a former NFL player literally was like wanting to do business and he was like, Oh, I'll fly you out to this city. Me, I don't need to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think like We're if you really want to do business with me, you'll come here and have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. I like coffee meetings. I don't like mm-hmm. dinner meetings right. unless I know you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've been, like this is like the bad side of me coming up in this industry. I've been harassed. I've been stalked. Um, we literally actually there's an event that I did, and I had there's this guy who literally went to like three of the events that I went to and was like stalking me. And I literally had to tell my friends and like tell him like mm-hmm. to back yeah. off. Um, I've been like quote unquote cyberbullied. I don't know who it is. I've had people like. Pretend to be people and, like that I know online, and then they're like saying like racist ass shit to me. Uh, I've even had someone who tried to hack, I think, hack into my computer. But the thing is, like, my stepdad Does knows how to do that stuff. Right, right, right. So he was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I've had so many experiences like that, and it's kind of hard Arr! because, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, it was more like a. Rah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I've I've gone through there's been so many great things about this industry, but I've gone through so much shit just being a woman in this industry and like not knowing like, you know, I mean, there are there are definitely points where I felt uncomfortable being in an area and I'm like and a guy is like inappropriately being too close and um luckily nothing has ever happened. Um but I've had I've heard stories of things going wrong mm-hmm. from people before. And there are a lot of women that deal with this. And, you know, there are some women who and I'm not saying to any fault for them, there are some women that do sleep around, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's this perception that, okay, if I can get with her, I can get with any woman, right? But it's even worse when you're like sixteen or seventeen years old yeah. and they're doing this. And like, you know, imagine imagine I mean, you. I mean, you guys don't have to imagine. You just gotta watch the R. Kelly doc. But, sure. but like, luckily, I had parents that were very on point, and I had mentors that were like, "No, that shit is not happening. Get the fuck mm-hmm. away." Even now, I still have mentors that they're like, "Yo, who's fucking with you?" Like, mm-hmm. I have mentors now who are on Twitter, and they see someone talking shit. They're like, "Yo, who the fuck is that? Tell that fucker <laughs> to go punch himself in the face." And I'm like, "Yo, it's all right. It's just that's, a troll." That's Mama right. Simon talking like go that. No, my mama, yo. My mom is. <laughs> That's mom assignment. Should be my mom is a G. <laughs> what was that thing I texted you guys that she said? It was something we said on the show, and she was like, "No, take that shit out." Some shit. <laughs> no, there's something specific. She was like, um... "Whoa, okay, whoa." Is that is that a uh, is this a yeah. fire alarm? Oh, that's the the air. Oh my gosh! Uh, I was uh, like, "What?" Now you want to kick on at the uh, end of the uh, fucking episode? Uh, right. I want a time. God preach. I want a goddamn refund. Oh, wow. 
Preach, let me have that time. Time's up. No, no, no. We still got got another 10 minutes. minutes. You good. Uh, No, but my mom, so my mom, she's from Brooklyn. She's Puerto Rican, black from Brooklyn. Mm. So she's more of like the refined now. Like Mm. you wouldn't think that she has the ability to like cuss you out, but she does. And a lot of times she'll be looking at her comments or looking at her videos and stuff. And she'll be like texting some crazy ass shit. There was something like, um, damn, I want to, I want to say what, I can't remember what it was. It happens often though. Yeah, it does. And I'll literally be like, what the fuck, mom? <laughs> like, she'd be like, she'd be like, yo, B, who the fuck is that asshole? Like, I'm like, yo, why are you talking like this, mom? Go, like, whoa, go whoa. Punch, <laughs> go punch yourself in the face is hilarious. Yeah. You, write, oh, you yeah, wrote she, that down? <laughs> I definitely wrote it down. Okay, but oh, I got yeah. a few different names for this episode. <laughs> oh, and also, sorry, I have so many stories. My mom, Word. I guess I'll tell another one. So there's a neighbor where I live and she she moved but her and her husband were kind of like the a-holes in the building Mm -hmm. and she always used to leave like her baby carriage outside and that's a fire hazard and like we would all have to pay for it I'm not trying to pay for that shit and so I had to report her at one point because I had literally 12 photos of them leaving it out yo the woman tried to claim that I had a drug pen that I had like (laughs) random men coming to my apartment and all this crazy stuff. Right. And first of all, the men that she saw were like my gay best friends. So (laughs) nothing clear is going to happen. And then she kind of like, because she smelled weed outside of her window, she, Thinks it's d- you. Yeah, she thinks it's me, but I'm like, woman, this is New York. You can literally walk across the street and you're probably going to smell some yeah, yeah. some stank out there, right? Right. Uh-huh. The hallway, um, actually. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, the literally. hallway. <laughs> I, got, I got high walking yeah, yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah. It was loud, yeah. but it wasn't, you know, music. That I-, <laughs> I mean, there's some people that reek in. You're just like, yeah. oh, okay, Ooh. okay. Right. Um, so they kept, she kept saying all these things because I'm like one of the very few, I mean, I don't want to give out where I live, but I'm mm. one of the very few minorities in the area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she literally went to the woman's door one day because she was coming to see me. She saw the woman's door was open. She was uh, opening, I don't know, maybe just spy on me. She's about to close the door. My mom goes, Bah! She was like, Bitch, you say one more goddamn fucking thing about my daughter. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to slit all your goddamn throats. Yep, I, believe I was like, Whoa! I believe it. I believe it. And let's just say after that, she hasn't bothered me since. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up. But obviously my mom is not going to kill anyone. But that's like the New Yorker in her. Like she does not play. But it's just funny because she's one of our biggest supporters. I swear she has, I think she has a burner account. Because there's someone that keeps defending us on YouTube. I think it's her. I think it may be my mom. Yeah, I'm going to record now. Thank you, mom. Either her or (laughs) Katie. Relax, that's my guy. Don't laugh too hard. But I actually Uh, have a question for you guys. Right. Sorry, I want to flip the script a little bit. Okay. We're, we're used to be on the other we're, side. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, I mean, obviously there are specific struggles that happen with podcasts, right? You got the mm. audio issues, sometimes scheduling, commuting, all that mm. stuff, right? Um, but what is, what is like the one thing that although it was a failure or although at the time it seemed like a bad thing, that you're happy that it actually happened because it made your guys' podcast better. Getting Cherry on the show. That's serious. Wait, so yeah. she was a bad thing? So, yeah. No, no, no. At first. <laughs> I'm, 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 what? I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait a second. That's right. a failure? At first? That's I was like, wait, why I'm, is that I'm, a failure? Wait, I thought this was going to be You guys were like, I'm like, this is getting awkward. We were never friends. Like we oh. no, we were not friends. It was like I had a radio show, okay, and 
they came as guests on my show Mm -hmm. and they said, hey, we have a podcast. You come as a guest on our podcast. That podcast did excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So they invited me back another time. And mm-hmm. they invited me back another time. And then the third time I said, hey, I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm not, like I told them, like, the okay, funny thing is, is I'm a part I'm, of your podcast now. So you, gang- I, you gangstered your way into basically. it. But the funny thing is, is after she left on the first episode, me and Jay had like a half an hour conversation. Like, that felt right, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. But we were never, so I feel like the hardest thing for us is kind of like building a friendship and building a relationship because I felt like they were always keeping secrets and they would tell me stuff last minute. When they interviewed It's The Real, they told me the day of. I was like, I was like chilling at home on a Saturday. I'd have shit to do. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we're in New York. We're changed. We're changed people now. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck? Oh, you're always busy. But you didn't even ask me. Like, so it used to be stuff like that. Yeah, they shady. And now we we were fucked up in the beginning. Yeah. But it's hard because we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But we we had, and it was actually like really good. We had a therapy episode. Yeah. Okay. Where we all sat and there was somebody from outside who. Didn't know me, didn't know Jay. Mm-hmm. And it's like friends with Cherry, but not yeah. like, you know, oh, like that's my yeah. people. Yeah. And just pretty much like, we got to get everything out okay. and talk. And, you know, because there was things that she would do that I'll just be like, oh, God, here she fucking goes again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's shit that I, like, I would do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm, I'm one of the people, and I, I've been learning to change that, like, I'm quick to just say what the fuck I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I feel that, yeah, I'm going to say it. And sometimes I got to realize, like, yo, you know what? Maybe I should fall back. Yeah. Like, let me or really like, think about this before I say this. Yeah. Before I used to be like, oh, word, bitch, I'm going to yeah. tell you something right there, motherfucker. That's how you do it. I used to fall back And I'm every like, time. what the fuck? And I'm like, yo. And then the, the one issue was because we weren't friends and we're in a group chat, I would say something that I think is a joke. They think it's serious. And now I'm she the fucking bad LOL. guy. Wait, wait. No emojis. No LOL. That's a bad guy. I can't roll with you. Yeah, I can't roll with you if you're not using LOL. Or emojis. You not use LOL. Because I think it's funnier that way. Bro, because like she would say something and then I'll be, motherfucker, let me tell you. I was busting. I was up to one o'clock. You were sleeping, wasn't you? You were asleep. No, you were asleep. No, she was like, sorry, I'm not rolling. I was rolling with you. I'm rolling with them now. You shady. You shady. You shady. So in a nutshell, but show, just, like, I'm sorry. Just real quick. Just, just getting our like, how every, like now. I think we're we're rolling. we're perfect now. Yeah. Like we're rolling. Yeah. We're good. I see like, the chemistry. Yeah, we, I get we, it. we hang out. You know when we can, so on and so forth. And like we've built that friendship. We yeah. speak all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that was like, probably one of the yeah. like the hardest things to do because yeah. me and Jay knew each other before even starting the podcast. Yeah, and that's what I years. wanted to say. Like to really hone in on the question. It's like, what did you think wasn't gonna work that ended up? pretty much being great. Like me and Sayer had this vision of the podcast the whole time. And mm-hmm. it was like, just like you and Aaron, like it's y'all baby. It's y'all pride. Like if a third party were to come in and sort of want to be a part of the permanent process, y'all might feel like, well, damn man, they just kind of, they switching shit up. They changed. I don't like how that, you know, it was just me and you. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. But then just over things take time. Like things take time. You yeah. know what I mean? Over time, yeah. We, like I said, we needed that therapy episode. We needed to actually hang out a little bit more mm-hmm. and get to know each other beyond just the podcast. Because yeah. that's yeah. all it was. Mm-hmm. Like, we only saw her for the podcast. And then she would leave. And then that would be it. And then the podcast was still me and Sayer's baby. And she was just gone. Gotcha. Until the next week. Yeah. And But as time progressed and yeah. we started to do more things and get in each other's faces Like, I more, remember one time I was like, 
Y'all got to text me. Like, we, this is our group chat. And this is the name of our group chat. We have to talk because I'm not about to come here and sit here and be the crazy ass bitch that y'all want on this show mm-hmm. and tell y'all all my fucking business and y'all not my friends in yeah, real life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I nah, can't that's, do that. That's, that's real shit. No, that's so real. That's that was real. like, that was like the shit. step. But then after that, I also think me moving was like very. That was, was like, that was hard. That was very hard. Yeah, that but was now hard, it's but like you moved where to? to Philly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, so, so it's hard, MPA, but we but make it out. She's like we... two hours from where we are in PA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's dedication. Yeah, like, I'm fucking with you. Y'all corny. Yeah. Two flip flopping ass. I'm Shady. I'm mad Shady. Two sides every story. And I would just say the other difficult thing, and I was just proud of how it came out was our live show. Yeah, that was so nice. Right that, at the end of yeah. September, and like it was just so much stress, mm-hmm. and we we're like, "Yo, are people gonna show up." We had people. Next thing I know, we we're like, "Oh shit, nigga, you coming in from Dallas?" She was packed. Yeah. You know what I mean? We come looked come out at the room. Far. I was just like, "This nigga from Detroit." This. Yeah, I was just like, "I didn't expect what." Yeah. So there's not a cool. there's not an empty chair in there. Oh shit, yeah. we did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I was like, "Damn, That's all right, great. that 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 That's felt dope. great." So that kind of let us know that we were on to something, and then. You know, we reached out to Jeff and Eric to come through again. Like, you know, we have a good relationship with them, mm-hmm. but we were just like, yeah, can you guys come through? Oh, yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, shit. All right. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's been moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I like where it's going. I mean, we got some other things planned and it's just getting the shit in motion. Yeah. Yep. That's dope. dope. That's, the, that's the hardest thing I'll say is the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, thankfully for us, we we clicked like mm-hmm. quickly. That wasn't our, our issue. Our issue was... Like when it was just me and her, <laughs> we were recording. I'm doing the board and she's doing the camera. Like, up, oh, this shit stop. We got to stop everything. Yeah. Get up. Right. Like, th- th- those were our struggles. It was never a, 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 a chemistry, gel. A ke- chemistry yeah. gel thing for us. Honestly, this is crazy to say. Uh, Joe's episode was also the pivotal moment for us because that was the first time that we went mobile. Yeah. And yeah. that the studio fail that happened that day was actually crazy is like the greatest it. thing that happened to yeah, us yeah mm-hmm. 100% it really is cool. alright I'll tell it a quick story because that really is a point I'm, I'm changing my answer too I'm moving Joe in. even though I feel like that's always biased just because it's me and, yeah. and so I hate to do it yeah. but fuck it I am so that point was problem was, was the issue so early in the morning we got to the studio to record this is a, one of the bigger episodes obviously it's Joe and we want to make sure that this one goes right mm-hmm. get to the studio early first thing we go there we mentioned her uh, energy early in the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come in. It's dark in the, in the studio. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, niggas know we got a session. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Guy comes back. What are you doing here? Never seen this guy a day in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got a recording here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, it's not until one. Yeah, I know. We just got here early. There's, right. a, there's a lobby in the studio like mm-hmm. most studios have. Right. We're just going to chill in the lobby. We want to brainstorm. And, and it, this is a big day. All right, well. But it's one o'clock. <laughs> All right. So now Aaron knows me and my my friends know me. So now I'm getting annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's one o'clock. We're here, we're here early. We're brainstorming in your lobby area, right? Where right. it says guests. Yeah, right. I'm a guest. Yeah, right. I don't understand. Well, yeah, I mean there, there's weed and stuff all over. The, I don't I don't care. Right. I, I, That's I, not me. I've been around it. It's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just communicate. Hey, fam, what's your problem? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Wait, 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 what's wait. up? What's up? Yeah, but then you like, have to go record yeah. after Yeah, that? so what's oh. up? So fast forwarding, Joe was running late because uh, this is the first time we were going to do like full on camera, but yeah. we were going to in- incorporate uh, just two different shots or whatever. And we had people, uh, our boy Jeff, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He's a part of the team as well. He flew out to shoot. So you have uh, name someone else too. Oh, um, oh, and Johnny. Johnny, by the way, too. Shout out to him. And then, um, so Joe didn't want to do it just because he... he didn't get a shape up. His barber canceled because he was going to go to the barber, then shoot to us. So he's like, yo, I got to move it back. 
I'm like, yo, you acting like a fucking artist right now. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you wanted to be in media, right? Oh, fuck it. Man. So we going back and forth. So he's like, all right, yo, come to the crib and just shoot it. So I'm like, fuck. Now, mind you, the reason why this, this was really pivotal is because we did it at Royce's studio when we went to Detroit. And the, the first time we did it mobile, fucking, the, the mics picked up candles, all types Crackling of things. candles. What? You can hear that shit. A fucking nightmare. A fucking nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. Nevertheless, I'm like, all right. I, I, I'd but he let practic- us re- uh, re-record. Yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to Royce. Okay. Royce yeah, let us record, re-record. He canceled all the sessions to make sure it was good. Love Royce family. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forwarding back to Joe. We go there, whatever. It's so my guy, fuck it, we do it. So, of course, him being the biggest asshole ever, mm-hmm. he's critiquing my mics. He's critiquing everything. He's like, why does it sound sound like this? Yeah. Y'all yeah. niggas yeah. is trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, Mike, yo. Mike, Mike, Mike. I'm like, fam, like, yo. In the beginning of the episode, he's still fucking with us. So, mm-hmm. But it, it proved that um, with that episode, so that we could do what we wanted is the point. That's, That's why I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm rolling with E. Okay. That that moment for us let us know, like, all right, we we don't need to be constricted anymore. We can mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. we want when we mm-hmm. want. We control our own destinies, and we just gotta trust the gut process of gotcha. it. Right. right. So yeah, I like right. that. That was a Dope. good pick. Yeah. Should you tell nice. our listeners where to follow you guys before we get out of here? Um, last things you want to say. Cocaine drug dealer at. Uh, <laughs> 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 let me let me stop. Feds is watching. I'm joking. Oh, they watching us. Yeah, so man, you never know. You never know. Listen, listen, listen. Don't underestimate this shit. I'm telling you, it's it. That's one thing we both have have learned throughout this process. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we've both been successful and right, all that right. bullshit. But even when you're not hot, mm-hmm. people, niggas hot. is paying attention. The mm-hmm. amount of people that have come out of the woodwork, yeah. like mm-hmm. that, I would have never even thought was paying attention to our show. It's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm talking about important people that can push some buttons and make shit happen yeah. Yeah. and I'm just like oh alright like so don't say that okay. so yeah to the feds I was joking <laughs> uh, I don't do anything I'm a law abiding citizen uh, sounds um, good but uh, check us out Grassroots Pod on um, Instagram Twitter Facebook YouTube um, and then our social media handles Aaron go ahead give yours I'm a gentleman Oh, our own? Okay. Yeah, our own, I guess. Uh, sorry, I'm so used to us doing our I regular know. grassroots I shit we were that I'm like. Our show. Yeah, That's I thought we were ending right there. Um, Aaron A. Simon, E R I N, the letter A, and Simon, like Simon says, S I M as in mother, O N as in Nancy. And no, my name is not Arena, it is Aaron. Yeah. Yes, people mm, still call yeah. me. Okay. But even though in my bio it says Aaron Ashley yeah. Simon. Yeah. But. I'm all for Jesus today, so I'm not gonna go at them. Uh, but yeah, it's all it's like that on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and cool. then uh, mine is Killer BH, and that's K I L L A B H. No underscores, no nothing. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's you're trying shit. to get away from it, but that's your head. Nah, that's, yeah. Yeah, nothing you can do. He ain't going. I, I, I literally changed it no. for a day and and, and 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 put it back. I did. <laughs> he, he, so when that happened, I was like. Why the fuck did you change it? Yeah, I was like, literally, put it back. Literally, literally. That's, okay. that's, that's our friendship. Okay. Like, yeah. we cuss okay. at each other, right? Yeah. But I told him that because, sorry if I'm getting off quickly, um, because I was like, listen, you already built your fans mm-hmm. and you built your brand to like, oh, like a point here. You can always change the people's perception. It's just about being consistent. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. they they it's good to have that because if they're doing Google searches, SEO, and they do killer BH, mm-hmm. will our podcast and your content yeah. will rank. Yeah. Right. And then they'll go and see and realize, oh shit, like you yeah. seem different, which has happened. Right. Like yeah. this, people yeah. eventually realize, like, oh, okay, like this is actually right. who he yeah. is. So yeah. right. Right. Yeah, got you. But well, we appreciate you guys cool. for coming. Yes, man. this is yeah. so fun. Thank, Thank you guys, guys for having us. Thank yeah. You.
I guess uh, I'll support you guys. I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And real quick, when you were breaking the name down the other day at work, I said M as in Mancy. But uh, you guys oh, said good. Oh, my God. Hold on. Before we do this. So I, I was sitting here admiring you because I, I feel like I would be that stupid to be like, K, I, it's a K as in carrot or something. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Something stupid. K as in carrot. Yeah, like I would be that guy to fuck it up. So I, I, always, I always applaud people that can do yeah. that. Like yeah. M as in Mancy. I was dead at work on the phone with a yeah. person. I was like, M as in Mancy. They're yeah. like, excuse me. I was just like, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Don't worry about it. Thank you guys very much. Yes, thank you guys. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Officially Street Podcast. I'm J Omega at J Omega S on every social media network. You know what it is? It's your boy Sire. You guys can follow me on all of the medias that are social at Sire SO, except for Snap if we're still doing that shit. Uh, it's Sire underscore SO, you bitch. And I'm Cherry Poppins. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at I'm Cherry Poppins. Mm. And check out my blog at Radio to Radiation. Radio to Radiation.net. You know that drink, okay? Lydia. And we'll be back with another episode next week. Peace. We out. We got a problem with this one. They say I'm on my league with this one The nicest Puerto Rican rapper since pun Since diddly, how I leave them dead in the middle A little Italy, they ain't shit to me Till they riddle me First they were perplexed, now the flow was perfect I'm a short bet, problem to you and your set They worry, can't relate to my story My mind is glory, chasing this glory New niggas born me, only listen to those before me While these niggas chasing accolades They really lame, chase the fact away Fake friends turn their back on me These niggas straight as two pots two to the two pots Hit my shit from two blocks, two shots from two blocks I want two spots, you and whoever is too hot I don't care who you got, nice as me, you not No to my first line, rewind your logic, blind your optic Now no way that you can stop it out They don't want a nigga to win, that's what Obama said You can change the world with the pen, that's what my mama said Don't worry about a hating ass nigga, that's what the karma said They even killed my only begotten, that's, that's what, what the father said I wanna change the world, do I still have time? Try to remind them of their hearts, do I still have have mine, uplift they minds or pull they cards. We cannot decide like a whack ass penalty. They shit on the climb. I need a big bench, new coupe, new shoes, talking no roof. So when my stars align, I can see them in the moon too. The coupe needs to recoup. They think it's Deuce McAllister, two two, all on his feet. Ain't talking ballet though. Shock a batai. They don't get more heroic. They shock the god, and niggas better act like they know it. Still teaching that spiritual, still speaking in parables, still walking on water, and still preaching about miracles. Mama saw in my energy. Queens and kings in my lineage Ancient wisdom, hieroglyphics Switch the pictures on pyramids Close my eyes and the images A beautiful universe Open my eyes And all I see is the usual funerals God Everything that you think you see in me Everything that I've accomplished Everything that you think I have And I have a few things Everything that I have Is like grace Oh God. I came all the way from the back blocks, yeah. pack cock, yeah. roll with goonies, yeah. that guy, call yeah. a toolie straight up out of Call of Duty, black ops, yeah. mask on, flag on, on. drag on. on, I'm that hot, oh. a rap guard yeah. from Asgard, yeah. I'm that hard, yeah. I'm Sasquatch, yeah. hip-hop's behemoth, I want you niggas to spark the demon, yeah. a doc is needed, I cut you, you ain't gon' stop the bleeding, so trust me, you guys are dreaming for even believing, you heathens breathing the same region as me, it's easy to see, that I am the supremest MC, easy as three, two, one, one, two, come through, gun drew, dump two, kaboom, I don't think you really want to rumble, but you are free to do whatever you like. I ain't gonna
won't judge you But if I touch you and send you to the heavens above you I want you to understand that I only did it because you Love to put your life on the line, I guess it's a rush for you That's what you get for thinking that you was untouchable If you think you want to do what you think I've done Then do what I've done 